do it. Hello, General Kenobi. Hello, Charles. I gotta get something on my system quick, okay? They fly now. They yeah. fly now. I gotta get something on my system here. Okay. <laughs> to get high! That's what you say you love. Using crack and cocaine. To get high. That's what you say you love. I really want to be a fly on the wall for that conversation. It is so catchy. What do you love? <laughs> Snorting crack and cocaine. Snorting crack and cocaine. It's great. So, um, episode 129, but we're still playing the shit from last episode. Yeah. Apparently. Uh, but yeah, so... Welcome to the Clonecast. Welcome to the Clonecast. Get that out of the way early. I'm Tom. I'm Adam. Now what we do here is, we're reviewing that goddamn Clone Wars show. Uh, we're doing it in chronological order. Today's episode is Season 7, Episode 3. On the wings of a... Kiridex. <laughs> on the wings of Kiridex. Yes. Um, and uh, we also have another one for good measure. Kiridex. <laughs> I left this one longer. I'll go landing. Yeah, I'll be thinking of you and me. Okay, sorry. I had no idea you didn't like that song. I prefer, on the Wings of Love? I prefer the On the Wings of a Nightingale. Yeah. You know who wrote that? No. This song? No. Paul McCartney. Oh, that he makes wrote sense. It. It's one of Paul's famous songs that he just gives away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, like yeah. Bad Fingers' entire catalog. Yeah, <laughs> that and um, what's that one? Goodbye. Uh, it's called like Goodbye. Please I don't know. Please don't wait for late tomorrow. Come I think I recognize it. Yeah. Anyways, Paul Paul writes a bunch. Somebody wrote that one for the Everly Brothers. Oh. My mom used to listen to it all the time, and then I found out Paul wrote it. And I was like, Oh no wonder I like that guy. He wrote a bunch so for much. James Taylor too. Oh yeah, these Pauls everywhere. <laughs> He also uses like uh, pseudonyms at times when he writes them too. Yeah. So, um, yeah. but that Jeffrey Osborne song, on on oh. the wings of love, yeah, uh, really. on the wings of a- Kiridex. Kiridex. Clay Aiken does a cover of that. That is, was that one of his American Idol songs? I think so. Yeah. 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 Now, he lost, he lost American L. You realize that, right? <laughs> Technically, yes. He took a big he, L. He won. In, no. He won in the game of life. No. In the long run, I think. What do you got against Ruben Stutter? He's doing better in the long run than What do you got Stutter. against Ruben Stutter? Nothing. I wanted all the best for Ruben. I think Have you he ever heard of screwed. Flying Without Wings? No. That's like That was like his uh, victory song. Ah. Flying. Uh, what was it? Oh, yeah. Flying Without Wings. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we could have used that one, yeah. too, for this. That's a great song. <laughs> it gets me emotional if I listen yeah, to that one. Yeah. Oh, it's a good one. Remember when American Idol was good? Yeah, that was it was a solid two seasons. Yeah, it was season one was Kelly Clarkson. She did pretty well for yeah. herself. Uh season two was Ruben Stuttered. I'm sure he's fine. Oh yeah. I think he's doing okay. Yeah. 
Um, sure but Clay playing. Aiken was definitely turned out to be the bigger star of the two, and he yes. was the runner-up. Season three, was that Fantasia? I think so. That was Fantasia. Yeah. And then season four is probably, I don't know, it's either Clarkson or her, but it was Carrie Underwood. Yeah. That, those are your probably two biggest raging successes yep. from it. Um, just massive stars. Uh, anyway, so yeah, clone cast, whatever. What's up? <laughs> What's going on here? Oh, What's new? Not much. <laughs> yeah. Not much at all. So now that you you you're finished with the Republic gunship, oh, what's your next set? We're gonna be cracking open the Razor Crest. Ah, baby. that's gonna be great. Ooh, we'll get by. <laughs> we'll get by. Um, I don't, we're recording really quickly here. Like this is for Monday. Yeah. Yeah, and it's Thursday. This is like the earliest we've ever recorded a Monday episode. Well, I wanted to get this out of the way early because if we record this weekend, we can. Record the last episode of the Bad Batch arc, and, st- and then, and we, then can we can watch, watch some of, uh, the first Siege episode of Mandalore, yeah. episode one. That's my is... plan. Yeah, so that'd be good. That's exciting. It's nice to get out of the way. Yeah, get these in the uh, get these in the hopper. Leave it to the last <laughs> seven episodes to actually get ahead of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we got some new listeners too. Kenobi, babe, uh, I saw that. Yeah, very exciting. There, welcome to the Clone Cast. Yeah, new cast Clone Cast and Ovas. Yeah, and also shout out to the Rodian Radio Podcast. Um, I told them I would shout them out a few episodes ago. Of course, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So uh, <laughs> you were too busy getting carjacked. So. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if we prevented it. <laughs> I think we. I like have. to think that we did. I think so. Yeah. Who wears a ski mask? It's 2022. Now, which kind of ski mask do you think it was? Before S- I tell you, stocking. So there's two types of ski masks. You got the one that's just got like the Among Us, like yeah, you know, just the full view yeah. of the eyes, and then you got the one that's really creepy, which is like just cut the out eye holes. Eyes. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. No, it was it was the Among Us. One. Oh, okay. So I saw both eyes. Was there a mouth hole? No mouth hole. No mouth hole. So he brought it down to breathe every now and then. Okay, but yeah, that is creepy. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It was weird. Uh, what's going on with you? Not too much. Yeah, right. just working and doing painting around the house. I need to upload. I, I oh look at this Da Vinci over here. I really need the uh, the uh, Clone Castanova's opinions on some colors. So I'm going to be posting in the Discord shortly. Yeah, so I have to do a color talk. Yeah, uh, but yeah, there was a. I had mentioned to you before the broadcast. Uh, before we hit record, broadcast. Um, <laughs> we really take ourselves seriously. Um, like Cole Dzakic tweeted, like they got to do it live for the the last episode of the Clone Wars. Um, and then, like, a bunch of people are like, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, I would love to do that. I just don't, logistically, I don't think with all of our things that we do, I've quite figured that out yet. Yeah. So uh, I do want to do something special as we transition into Rebels. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking maybe we'll do, like, a video uh, Ask Us Anything or something along yeah. those lines. I don't know. We got a little bit to go here. I'd love to do something live yeah. at some point. Well, I mean, definitely. I mean, we want to do – there's a lot of things we've talked about yeah. doing I think it, that like, we just haven't gotten around to yet. Once we wrap up the Siege of Mandalore, I think we'll have time to, like, kibitz a little bit and figure out, like, what we want to do next. And there's yeah. stuff that we could do, like, with the studio where we could set up yeah. – I mean, we've talked about – we need to make a website. Yep. We want to do Twitch. So we've that would be video Twitch. content. Yep. We want to do that at some point. Um, we've talked about starting a YouTube channel. Um, 
I mean, I could make videos for days if I just had some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's... Well, but yeah. both of us have full-time jobs, and then we do this. Yeah. Um, could you so, imagine how successful but I don't, there's a lot of There's a lot of content that we want to make. It's just... And also, when you think about it in the grand scheme of things, like, this is... I mean, not relatively new anymore, but, I mean, we're just over a year yeah, into yeah. this. You know, most podcasts... Do, I don't, do they even last two weeks? Well, it's over a year, but we've been releasing two episodes a week and then when a new show comes out, it's three episodes a week. Yeah. It's a, it's yeah. a lot. No, but there's definitely stuff we're going to be doing going forward that is going to expand the greater clone cast universe. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to open up that clone cast universe. <laughs> oh, it'll be fun. Um, you know, we also want to, you know, I mean... Uh, the Clonecast Center for Lego Excellence can be expanded. Yeah, we want to figure. We want to. We want to open up Clonecast Centers for Lego ac- Excellence all over the world. Remote centers. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Jules, um, El Davio, uh, or UK Way, uh, Celine in Paris, uh, Il No. We're looking at you. Yeah. I mean, we got listeners all over the place. We got Twin Sons. Yep. Uh, Twin Sons had a hell pulled probably the best quote from the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> you should get some holes. Twin Sons posted that literally like 30 seconds after I listened to that part in the episode for like notes in this yeah. one. I listened to it and I, like looked at my phone. <laughs> it's like Twin Sons was listening with me. <laughs> you got to get some holes. You got to get some holes. Get some good holes. <laughs> Well, we are stupid. You know I that? Know. <laughs> it's I <know>. great. <laughs> I wonder if Zetu Casa wants to be our Down Under correspondent. Oh, yeah. Because um, Twin Sun's technically not Down Under. We got clarification on that. That's right. Just above that line. Um, so, yeah, we need to open up clone cast centers for Lego Excellence all across the world. Yeah, we could print out diplomas. Yeah. Or something like that. I would love to send out diplomas. Yeah. Like, you send us a picture of your build. And then we send you a diploma. <laughs> That'd be so great. Yeah. Now that's something, you know, we, we remember when we did the clone name bracket and Celine was almost going to win. And we were like, I want Celine to win, but it's going to cost us like $400. <laughs> I think sending Celine a diploma is easily a, oh, yeah. a lot cheaper than sending over a Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> In a signed Kelsey Grammer 8 by 10. I think the, the shipping cost, it would have been better if we just booked a ticket and just hand delivered <laughs> yeah, yeah. it at that point. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. There's just a lot of stuff that we're going to do. So we will figure out something special for, um, you know, the finale or the transition, whatever you want to call it. Yep. And we don't really know. We're going to take about two weeks before we hop into Rebels. Yeah. But we're not going to completely go quiet. We're going to figure out something. Yeah. We and keep saying that. In the meantime, like during the hiatus, I... Like I'm gonna try to be more active in the Discord, so and that's where we can do. <laughs> well, that's where we could do like, like we can share ideas and yeah. like talk about certain things. And so, we still owe them the Crystal Crisis. We do. Record. Yeah. Um. During the. So uh, what I'm saying is, join the Discord if you haven't already. We would love to have you on the Discord. Just reach out to us at clonecastpod at gmail dot com, or you could just DM either me of us. Yeah. Uh, Adam is at Doctor Typho PhD. If you're not following him. <laughs> You know, <laughs> join the Discord and you can see the Athorian historian's cat. Yes, Rue. Yeah, a big, a big Clonecast family. Welcome to Rue. Yes, uh, Rue and Peepka are already getting along. Oh God, that's so nice. Yeah. Now, usually when you get cats together, you got to acclimate. You know, them. yeah, and you, they, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, was there a thing where Norm was hissing? I'm, I'm sure there is. And I say, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, during the hiatus, so Adam's going to be on the Discord more. So reach out to us, clonecastpod@gmail.com, or just Twitter DMs, TikTok, whatever, clonecastpod. Um, so yeah, Adam will be active on the Discord, and I'm planning on doing this. I'm gonna use and crack and cocaine, some crack and cocaine to get high. That's what, what you say, say you love. Oh man! I finally I tracked down those TikToks I was trying to find last time. Yeah, I was you sent over them here. all to yeah. me. You know, those Stephen those Stephen King ones are great. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, all of these books are amazing. How did you come up with all of this stuff? And then it cuts to using cracking cocaine <laughs> to get high. That's what you say you love. You know, I got I've been so obsessed with that song the last few days that I haven't even listened to the other ones that I love. Like the marijuana ones, actually kind of funky. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, it's good. Um, and it can don't let your penis take you to hell. Thank you, Sister Cindy. The patron saint of the podcast. <laughs> Sister Cindy. That is a fucking legendary drop. It is great. And that is something that no other podcast has. Nope, that is exclusive. Like, they keep, You know, we could pull all these sound effects from episodes and movies and stuff like that. This is a Clonecast exclusive drop. And it can don't let your penis take you to hell. It is perfect, too, because now I just imagine Palpatine holding Anakin by the penis, yes. dragging him to the to dark hell. side, yeah. kicking and screaming. Yep. That would suck. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> well, I mean, I get... No, I think he still has a penis. He's yeah. still got a penis. Obi-Wan didn't cut that off in the high ground. Obi-Wan should have just probably finished the job. See, with Darth Vader, at least that answers all of the questions that we've been pondering when it comes to Darth Maul. Like, we know how he poops and how he gets off. Darth Maul, that's still a big question mark. Do you think he's ever fallen off the toilet, though, and, like, he had to have, like, Veers come in and help him? Oh, God, that'd be great. <laughs> we shall never speak of this. He's just threatening anybody with death that has ever lent him a hand. He's caught between <laughs> He's caught bet- between the sink and the toilet. <laughs> he oh, just man. needs a hand. Uh, that's weird. Wild. Wacky stuff. Um, Adam, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Uh, do you have your permission slip ready? Permission slip for what? Just say yes. Yeah, I do. Okay. It's time for a clone cast field trip. Lindsey Buckingham. Buckingham, yeah. Man. Jack Okay, so we've been talking about clone cast field trips. And so, I mean, I guess this technically would fall under collectible corner because this particular field yeah. trip. It was a trip to Cedar Cliff Collectibles and Mr. Zero's. I made the rounds in the Metro. I had to go over to South St. Paul Way anyways to drop off my taxes because that's where I do my taxes. So I was like, well, I'll just go to to Cedar Cliff first. I'll hit my taxes on the way back, and then I'll hop over to Roseville from there. So it all lined up, you know. but yeah, so I started with Cedar Cliff, and you told me you like teased this to me. I you have I have not me in, yeah. But no. you teased the like, oh, he delivered. So I've been waiting for this. Yeah. Um. So I guess I don't. Do we want to hit the collectible corner? I, well, I guess we can do a collectible corner. After well, did I, you buy anything? A, a minor amount of stuff. Well, we can do that after. I want okay. to hear report so, first. I go there. I pull in. I walk in there. Uh, lovely Cedar Cliff. 
And Cedar Cliff guy is there behind the counter, as usual, sitting down, as e- usual. Egan, Minnesota. Egan, Minnesota. And he's got, like, a, a friend or a lackey there. Like, it's somebody must work there every now and then. <laughs> yeah. And they're just, like, sorting magic cards. Yeah. Okay. That's what he was doing when I came, went yeah. in there. Okay. Yeah, they got a lot of cards. Um, what was playing? Well, okay, we'll, okay. we'll start off with that. We start off, uh, it was a disco song that I didn't recognize, but it was the tail end of it. Okay. Um, so what he had, he had the TV going, and he had one of those, like... I have never seen the TV going Yeah, the in TV there. going, and you know those channels on, like, Xfinity, where it's like a, a radio channel? Yeah. Yeah, he had, like, 70s pop or disco going. Um, but the first song was a bit of a slow love jam. Okay. Uh, this is Bread, Make It With You. And if you're wondering what this song is leading to, I want to make it with you. Okay, so Cedar Cliff Guy has taste. I really yes, think he really does. He's got some deep cuts. Oh, he's got some deep cuts. Now... So when you walk in on the left side of the wall, pretty close to the entrance is where most of Star Wars yeah. stuff is. So I'm just sitting there and I'm like, they're just sorting cards and it's just really not much great conversation nuggets to drop. Yep. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, God, man, give me something here. <laughs> now, mind you, I had a king size Reese's on the way out there <laughs> and I drank one of my extra large fucking Diet Pepsis. So as ulcerative, ulcerative colitis boy. I was starting to rumble, rumbling a little. Like, I wasn't run to the bathroom bad. Tremors. But the tremors had begun, and I was like, this may have to be a truncated visit. (laughs) I need him to get going here. And he fucking delivered. (laughs) So, now, if you know this, try to act surprised. But I'm going to play this for you, and then I'm going to reveal it. And uh, while I was there, I uh, happened to pick up another juicy little nugget about our friend. Yeah. Ready? What? Come on, what is it? I uh, got the first name. <gasps> I know Cedar Cliff Guy's first name. Yeah. You do know it? I know it too. Damn it! <laughs> anyway, I thought this was a revelation. <laughs> but w- the way I found it was hilarious. He started complaining about some sort of family reunion and like want somebody that didn't yes. come to the family reunion. He's like, yeah, Jen didn't show up again. You can't come out and have a drink with Steve? <laughs> So he's like talking about himself in the third person. <laughs> and he's like, and the guy that he's talking to is behind the counter, you know, sorting cards. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, he's just kind of agreeing with them. And he's just like, it's goddamn St. Paul Park. He can't make it to St. Paul Park. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we know that he lives in St. Paul Park. Oh, God. So we have to set a base there. And try we to- need to just keep, <laughs> keep closing in on yes. this guy. <laughs> just- <laughs> so I was like, Fuck, I got something to talk about now. <laughs> so at that point, I started to work a little way down. And he had some comics that I actually need to get. So I got some comics there. Nice. Because uh, Hot Comics got, their shipment got fucked up last uh, week. Ah, okay. So it was like Darth Vader 20 and uh, High Republic Trail Shadows number 5 I needed. Cedar Cliff guy had them. Nice. So I partook. Any Black Series? <sighs> There's a lot of like older, early edition Black Series he's got there right now. Like what? Like Leia, I mean, he's got. You should probably go in. Oh, okay. There's a lot. A like these are boxes I've never seen. Oh, and they're lot. They're not as detailed, but they are black series. And I was just like, damn, he just he just got a load. The last time I went in there, he just had like one or two, and they were good. Like he had a hunter. Uh, he had that older Darth Maul, but he sold it for like seventy five bucks. I saw that. I'm one. not buying that. But that box, that Darth Maul box, he's got a bunch of those now. Oh, those style. Yeah, boxes. yeah. yeah. Um, so, but he wasn't done. Okay, so 
this is all going on with Make It With You is playing. The next song up was Car Wash by Rose yeah. Royce, and he added a special touch. So let's listen to it first. God, that's funky. Da, 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 da. Okay, uh, I'm going to pot it down. So, <laughs> so he's sitting there, and he finally starts to sing along. He didn't sing along with Bread, and I was like, fuck, I need him to sing along to something. But he could not resist singing along to this. <laughs> and he added a Cedar Cliff Guy touch. So, let's wait till him to get the part. <laughs> right here. And instead of car wash, he said, working at the card shop. Yeah. <laughs> As he's sorting the cards. All right. Now, mind you. He is a king amongst men. He fucking rules. He's amazing. Now, mind you. Stomach beginning to rumble yes. a little more. I have at this point worked my way down to the far end of the store where, like, the video games are right past the, the locked, comic books. The locked cabinets. Yes. Yeah. And I've turned and I'm looking at the Batman stuff. So that yep. drew my attention for a bit. The next song that was up is uh, Love's Theme. Um, now, this is a straight up disco in- instrumental. You've probably recognized it when we play it here. Um, not much to sing along oh, to in yeah. this, though. But it was very regal as I was looking yeah. at the Batman toys. It's a great song. Yeah. Now you're like, oh, he's not going to do anything with this. Oh, he did something <laughs> with it. <laughs> Just wait, wait for the guitar. Now this has like the chucking reverb guitar here. It's coming up right here. Right here. So you that what what the wop? So he's talking to his pal, it's and he's just like, pedal. "Yeah, he's talking to his pal, and he's like, hey, you do that wah that wah.'" And he started doing it. <laughs> he started doing it. But so he's you know not a ton of great conversation. That's not, but he did the wah, you know, and he did that. But at this point, I'm working closer to the register, and I'm like, "All right, I got to probably check out here soon." <laughs> I did make my way past some Star Trek toys, and I got those little micro machines. See them there? Oh yeah, the ships. They had the Enterprise B, and yeah. I used to have these as a kid, and I was like, holy shit. So I got the Enterprise B, a Klingon Bird of Prey, and it's the Enterprise D, and yeah. I had those as a kid, and they came with the stands. Every- so I was like, five bucks, I'll get those. So I got the two comics and that. That was my haul. Okay. Not really a collectible corner, yeah. but we don't need to do it. But then, <laughs> as I got closer, he decided to talk. <laughs> I was not expecting it. My stomach was rumbling, and I did not know how to react. <laughs> so, I'm just going to play the song, and I'll talk about what he did. Anakin, don't let your uh, penis take one. you to hell. <laughs> Do the hustle. Do the hustle. All right. So, he's got the Disco TV channel on, and I'm working close to register, and he looks at, like, I'm not even... I'm just kind of looking at something. He's like, hey, hey. And I look and he goes, do it. And he points at me. You know when they go, do it. He points right at me and he goes, do it. (laughs) And I'm like, huh, what? (laughs) Dude, I'm like, my stomach is starting to go. I was not prepared. Did he demand you do the hustle right in front of him? No, he's like, what do you think they mean, the hustle? What do you think they mean about this hustle? I was like, I don't know. They're probably talking about jogging. You know, you got to hustle when you jog. And he's like, no, no, the song, the hustle. I'm like, yeah, I know. The guy who wrote it 
probably was really into like running. He was talking about jogging. And he's like, oh, all right. <laughs> and so he's starting to put on his jacket. I'm like, where the fuck is he going? I'm about to check out. But other guy checked me out. So, um, but as I put my stuff on the counter, he's like, oh, you're crossing the streams. <laughs> and I was like, huh? What do you mean crossing the streams? He's like, you got Star Trek and Star Wars. That's forbidden in some places. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, not in my house. Not in my house. They're simpatico, baby. <laughs> so he said that. And then he uh, goes outside and he posts up in front of the quilt shop and he smokes a heater. <laughs> <laughs> so I get checked out by the other guy. I leave and I give him a nod. He's just sitting there <laughs> smoking away. So that was my trip to Cedar Cliff. Do it! (laughs) He is the gift that keeps on giving. I love that guy. Oh, my God. I I wish I was prepared for him to all of a sudden talk to me, though. I would pay $3,500 to see him in 1973. (laughs) I bet he was a sight to be seen. I actually think you'd probably... He's in the 80s. I I think he's probably like 50-something. Okay. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. I bet you he was born in like nine, early 1970s. I would say he's late 50s, early 60s. I think he's early 50s. Okay. Early to mid 50s. But I, I mean, the guy smokes. So oh, yeah. You know, so that's going to age you a bit. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't give a fuck. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but yeah, he had a lackey friend guy there. Um, so that was nice. And lackey friend guy uh, kindly checked me out. <laughs> Uh, lackey friend guy asked me about some of the things. He's a nice guy. Um, but yeah, so it was a momentous trip to Cedar Cliff. Oh, my gosh. So I went and I, tur- I turned to my taxes after that. Re- riding high from Cedar Cliff. <laughs> and I get to Mr. Zero's in Roseville. Yeah. Now, it is different. <laughs> yes, it is. It's probably, I would say, a couple hundred square feet bigger. Yep. But, and they, it's much like Cedar Cliff. They pack it in. The weird part is... Like, especially these types of collectible stores, like, organizationally, I'd say they're very similar. But the type of things that they have are different. Yes. Like, Mr. Zero's has a lot more... It's like records and shit. ...video game memorabilia and records. A they got a lot, lot of records. And a lot of records. They have A-tracks, too. Yeah. Yeah, a whole lot of stuff. Posters. Yep. It's like a. Did you see the Linda Ronstadt in the back? I did not see it. Oh, um, but so I'm looking around there now. He's talking to like he's got a lackey there too at yeah. the time, that's sitting right next to him, and I think there was a customer at the counter. So he didn't really say anything to me at first. So I'm just looking around. Did you see the parrot? I did not see the parrot. Oh, okay. I must I missed that. I don't know. But so the music, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> now, first of all, I don't know if these are like original songs that he wrote. I don't know if he recorded every radio show he ever hosted. It was like, you're listening to WDGY. Yeah. 100.3. And it's like, 100.3 has not been music for as long as I can remember. That's K-Fan now. It was news talk before that. I don't know if he recorded everything he ever did or he just goes home every single night and he has a setup like us. Yeah. He pretends that he's DJing. Well, like the songs that he was playing, it sounded like originals or or just like really like obscure, like classic rock songs. 
Um, but yeah, like leading into every song was like Mister Zero Zero Zero, <laughs> and then it's like playing the hits on WDGY, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And then like when I first heard it, I was taken aback, and then the song played, and I was like, oh, okay, I get what Adam was saying now. The song played for like forty seconds, and then once again, Mister Zero yeah. Zero Zero. And I got to tell you, man, I was not feeling it. He is a trip. Yeah. Not like, not the joyousness no. that we get from Cedar Cliff Guy. So I'm, I'm walking around and I notice all over the place it says, smile, you're on camera. Smile, you're on camera. Sorry for the mess. We were robbed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 So I'm just looking around and I'm like, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to get anything here. But whenever I go into these shops, I feel like I have to get something yeah. because I'm like, they probably think I'm feeling stealing bad. otherwise. <laughs> So I'm looking around, and I'm just like, I can't find anything that I really need, you know? And at this point, I'm about to explode, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, I got to go. You didn't make a side trip after the taxes? Uh, no, I went to um, I went to Holiday in West St. Paul after dropping yep. off taxes, or South St. Paul, right over by, outside of downtown on the other side of the yep. bridge, South St. Paul. I went there, and uh, I took a leak, but I was not about to sit on that toilet. Yeah. No okay. way. No way. Um, so I ended up stopping at Source Comics and Games yeah. after Mr. Zero. So, okay. But so I'm getting closer. I, I'm working my way around and I get closer to the uh, to the checkout area where he's sitting with his buddy. And I, I overhear him and his buddy talking and they're talking about like this woman. She's like, yeah, what she does is <laughs> she goes out with this guy. And then the next day, she's going out with this other guy. That guy, and I forget, they said his name. And he's like, you know him. You know him, right? And he's like, no, I, I don't think I know that guy. He's like, he's a mixed guy. And I was oh, like, oh, no. I was like, I got to get oh, out of here. No. <laughs> Mr. Zero. No, the guy who's with Mr. Zero oh. is saying that to Mr. Zero. Okay. But I was just like, oof. Yeah. Ooh, no, sir. No. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But he's like this fat older dude i wasn't shocked you know he is like if you're not careful i've gotten like sucked into a conversation with him that's oh, why really? i think he's been in like one too many trips like uh, he has started just like it like i went up to like buy something i think i bought like a plo Koon action figure from him and he just like he started talking to me as if we were in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> like, Damn. there was no intro. It was just like, yeah. this is what I'm talking to you. So it was at this point, though, that I was just like, okay, I'm not buying anything here. So I just kind of, you know, I made icon. It was like, hey, do you ever get any, uh, like, Lego sets in here? He's like, no, the thing with the Legos is missing one piece, not worth anything. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, well, that's wrong. That's not true. He's like, we don't got time to sit here and build these things and see if they're all there. So I don't deal with them. He's like, the only way you can sell those things if they're completely sealed up. And I was like, oh, so do you ever get any? And I implied that, you know, do you ever sealed get up any? ones? Sealed yeah. up. He's like, no, like I said, no, they're not worth anything. And <laughs> if they're open, they're not worth anything. And I'm just like, well, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So, and then I headed out. Okay. So, I, I, I did the obligatory, hey, how's it going? And I had to get out of there then at that point. Okay. But I did the chat because I wasn't planning on buying anything. All right. Um, and the guy, the other guy was just like, <laughs> dude, I mean, he's, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The mixed guy. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Yep. But I don't think the guy probably knows any better. Apparently, that was, <laughs> just... apparently that was a big, important factor. Uh, for boomers way back in the day because 
that was something that they would just report on like you needed to know that piece of information yeah it's it's nuts yeah it's like why does that how does that affect the story you're telling yeah. at all yeah doesn't make any sense that is not me. a piece of data that i need for the story to make sense yeah well now to his credit he was trying to describe the physical appearance of the man apparently mr zero must know this oh. guy too so he's trying to describe the physical appearance of the man. At first I thought you were going to say that they were talking about this guy, Steve. <laughs> and like, oh, no. <laughs> it was like a Tarantino <laughs> movie where all of this was going to connect. Oh. <laughs> um, but so it is credit. Like, But it's like, that's, I, you know, you probably refer yeah, to it yeah, a yeah. different way. It was kind of, I was, I was like, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Mr. Zero. Um, and also, as I was leaving Mr. Zero, I saw on the sign, we love our Roseville police. Uh-huh. Um, so I think he might be a big Blue Lives Matter guy. Yeah. Which <laughs> well, he got busted into. Yeah, he like got I robbed said, recently. If you're a shop owner, you're biased when yeah. it comes to that type of stuff. But that was my trip. Nice. So Cedar Cliff guy delivered. Oh, yeah. Mr. Zero's like, I think you got to go to Mr. Zero's then Cedar Cliff. Because I was riding high after Cedar Cliff, and Mr. Zero's was slightly buzzkill. I know what I'm going to do. I'm... It's been a while since I've been to Mr. Zero's. I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to ask him if I can buy that Linda Ronstadt poster. Because it's back in the, like, employees-only area. Oh, really? So I'm going to go. See, I'm going to see how much he's asking for that guy. Nice. Cool. Um, but, yeah, so that was my... Uh, anything, did you get anything at the source? Uh, no, I, I found a nice toilet. <laughs> okay. And they also were having shipping issues, so they didn't have ah, much comic okay. about either. Apparently, like comics got stuck on some train, yeah. <laughs> or something. Well, supply what, lines. What's stuff, really you know? weird is I like forever ago. I found at Half Price Books. I found uh, the Sandman series by Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Like every single like like trade paperback. Like I think there's twelve of them. And I, they had every single one that was half price, so I bought every single one, except it was missing issue six. Ooh. So for the longest time, it's just been like on my bookshelf without issue six. Yeah. But then I set a price alert on Amazon like years ago. F- for whatever reason, that started like hitting this last week. So did you get it? Yeah. Nice. So I picked that up for like 10 bucks, 12 bucks. Not a bad deal. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So now the now the set is complete. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I love that's that. feel good. Uh, I'm still missing one Nightfall from the Nightfall oh. series, and I've been missing it for about 25 years. I'll have to pick that up. I don't think this particular one isn't too spendy. Um, I did go to Hot Comics today. Um, the one by your place? Yeah, I did too. I did notice. Um, you know where they keep their like their like recent arrival action yeah. figures? Not. In the separate room. But just on the wall to the yes, right. Yes, yes. Yeah. I did. I was, like, looking there. They didn't have any Black Series, but I did, like... I didn't see the little mini baby uh, Yoda, the Grogu. Oh, I saw those. Oh, they're there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still there. Okay. Um, but I did see, like, right underneath where all of the Black Series are hanging on the hooks, mm-hmm. there's the comics, like yeah. the comic bins. But then in between the wall and the comic bins, there's, like, a small gap. And mm-hmm. I did, like, something caught my eye. And there was, like, a package down there, and it looked like a Black Series. Fell? Yeah. What was it? And it was, like, right in the middle. So Did I you tried grab it? reaching for it, and I couldn't get it. So did you ask? But then I went around the corner, and I, there was one of the, like, one of the wires that the packages hang on. So yeah. I grabbed that, and I used that to jimmy it out of there. <laughs> what it was, was it? It was a Costco Reeves. Ooh. Yeah. Did you pick it up? No. Nah, you already got Costco. I already got Costco. Okay. 
That's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I guess that's your uh, that's the field trip for the day. That's your Clonecast field trip inaugural and a, and a truncated con, uh, collectible corner. That's great. Uh, we got a couple things that we got to get to, too, so uh, let's just, should we get it moving? Yes. All right. What's in the fucking box? What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> fucking box! Fucking box! <laughs> it's so catchy. Fucking box! Yeah! Fucking box! The new theme everybody's clamoring for! Fucking box! Really it's long. Box. <laughs> it really is. I don't care. Okay, so what's in the box? So we're going to crack something open here live on air. Now, last time we counted the number of bags in the UCS gunship. Uh, this time is going to be a little more truncated than that. Um, now, my buddy Joe, who's a big card guy, really big card guy, he he, uh, you know, he goes to the card store all the time. Yeah. He sends me a picture. He's like, hey, man, these just came in. They'll be gone by this week. You're guaranteed. He's like, you should pick one up. And so what it is is it's a Star Wars Signature Series by Topps. Oh. Now, in this box is a fully authenticated autograph from somebody in the Star Wars universe. Oh, boy. Yes. Now, it could be Harrison Ford. Uh, it could be Mark Hamill, or it could be the guy that played a Bib fucking... Fortuna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be fucking Greedo. I don't know. But we're going to crack it open. We're going to find out. Oh, this is be so you ready for this? Yeah. All right. Let's crack this bad boy open. Ooh, it's got some tight plastic on it. <laughs> yeah! Come on! All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is where your boomer dad comes in with a pocket knife yeah. and really... This moment to shine. Oh, boy. Let me see. How is it? I got my eyes closed. Oh. I don't know. I think it's pretty good. Oh, great. I think it's pretty good. Give it to me. Hand it to me. Okay. Hey, it's Cham Sandula. Cham Sandula. I couldn't tell you the voice actor. But Robin Atkin Downs. Yeah. Cham Sandula. Okay. That's pretty cool. Um, it could be a lot worse. It will come in handy when I ask for his daughter's hand in marriage, yes. right? Yes, yes. She's okay. making it to that polycule. Yeah. So uh, that's a good one. Yeah. I got to I, I gotta be honest. I was hoping for like a Hamel. <laughs> I don't know if it's worth what I spent for that. But. Yeah. Uh, is that it? Yeah, there's nothing else in there. Well, that's the last <laughs> one of these I'll ever buy. So, so wait, that's the only card? Yeah, but it's oh! like, dude, I mean, if you hit, like, the Harrison Ford, oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. worth, like, five grand. Yeah, I just thought like, yeah. it was, like, a deck of cards. Maybe I'll go back one. tomorrow and buy the other two if they're still yeah, there. Yeah, uh, Then we get to play the song again. <laughs> no. <laughs> I literally bought this because, like, oh, I can play the song. Yeah. Let's see here. I like Jam. Yeah, I like Jam, too. Jam uh, Syndula Signature Series. Let's see here. Champs and Dula Signature Series. Robin at 15 bucks. All right. Hey. That's nothing to shake a stick at. Yeah, that's, uh, this, uh, this reminds me of when I invested in clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I took a loss. I took a loss here. Granted, I didn't lose as much as I did on clothes. Yeah. But I lost a cool 50 bucks if it's going for 15. Yeah. So. Hey, well, what you got to do, you just got to wait until that voice actor dies. <laughs> I know. Then that thing's going to skyrocket. Yeah, 20 years from now someday. <laughs> Robin Atkins Downs passes away and, ah, 
Ah, they thought they beat me, but now it's worth 30 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we do the time warp? Yes. All right. She bought a bread. Okay. Uh, what do we got here? What do we got for an air date on? Kiridex. Kiridex. The wings of Kiridex. Right. Uh, original air date was March 6th, 2020. Okay, March 6, 2020. Kiridex. Okay, so On the Wings of Kiridex, March 6, 2020. Uh, still Roddy Rich the Box. Uh, we do have a new number one movie, that though. That song had sting power, And this man. was like the first movie I remember watching on Disney Plus and was like released. They put it up early because of like the pandemic hitting. Oh. So, but it's a Pixar film. Um, yeah. Um... It's pretty good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Oh, what the hell's the name of that one? Um, oh, God. Is it the one where the kid's like a water monster that comes out on land? No. Oh, okay. It's no. not that one. It's about magic. Elves. Magic elves. Magic elves? Yeah, and they're going to save. They're trying to bring their dad back. Oh, oh God. What the hell's the name of that one? Onward? Upward? Onward. 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 Number one movie in America. Uh, and was, I think that made next... it to number one. It's That's a Pixar crazy. movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I guess Pixar so. movies always hit number one. Yeah, but yeah, I do remember that was up relatively quickly on Disney Plus because the pandemic hit. Yeah. And that's where I watched it. It was like early pandemic. I watched it one day. It was nuts how crazy, like just how quickly it took companies to be like, oh, these movies that you had to like see in the theater first and then wait eight months for them yeah. to be on streaming platforms we're just going to put them right on streaming platforms yeah I, you know i think they're transitioning a little away from that with some yeah like spider-man yep. um but i think that is something that we'll see more and more yep um but i you know i think there's going to be a some pullback to normalcy yes. now that the you know omicron appears to be behind us um who knows what the next variant will be or if you know i don't know i mean each variant the the assumption would be it gets weaker. Yeah. It's more transistible, but it gets weaker. So I don't know. Either way, I think, you know, I think just society has decided that they're done with this. Yes. It's over. Yeah. Even the places that have like signs that say mask required, they you go in and like half of people are wearing masks. My rule at this point with masks is I'm vaxxed and boosted. My rule is if employees have to wear them throughout the shift, I will wear it while yeah. I'm in there. That's my rule. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I think it's, uh, it's over. <laughs> it's just, I don't think anybody, I, you know, yeah, it was weird. I went, it, like I was in the office today and I went to a coffee shop around the corner and it was the first time I saw, like they had signs that said mask, masks, masks required. So I had mine on when I walked sure. in and all the employees had theirs on. And there's a woman that came in right behind me. Did not she have, didn't have a mask. Yeah. And it was the first time I had seen it in a very long time. The barista behind the counter was like, ma'am, do you have a mask? Ooh. Do you have a mask, ma'am? And she, like, stopped right when she entered. Did she and put one on? No, she just turned around and walked out. Oh, really? So. Mm. What a lion, not a sheep. <laughs> yeah. Brave. Okay, so. Speaking of, did you see, I just I just saw today that, that uh, hero Seattle cop 
that like quit and went viral. Oh, he died. And said Jay Inslee can kiss my ass. Yeah, he's dead now from yeah. from COVID. He died of COVID like last month, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he had that viral video. Where <laughs> yeah. He's like, this is this is Delta Niner 15 signing off for the last time. Jay Inslee, you can kiss my ass. Yeah. That guy? Yep. Yeah. yeah. He died he, of COVID. He died of COVID. Probably, and could, then, use the, and probably then, could use the vaccine. And then Fox News immediately pulled the interview he did with Laura Ingram from YouTube and a bunch of other platforms. This country sucks, man. <laughs> like, come on. It's a fucking virus. Yeah. Do we have to politicize everything? Yeah, everything's a market. Ugh, I hate mo- it. There's money to be made, baby. I fucking hate it. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. Um, okay, but April 1st, 1983. Does that ring a bell? No. Now... We've been on a birthday theme, yeah. so uh, one of the major characters in this episode is Anakin Skywalker, played by Matt Lanter. Ah. Matt Lanter was born on April 1st, 1983. Interesting. April 1st, my mom's birthday. The original air date of this was on March 6th, my dad's birthday. Ooh. Look at that. That's your connection. That's yeah. what I was going for. Hey. hey. Okay, so you're never going to get this movie. All right. <laughs> April 1st, 1983? 1983. Okay. It is a college party type movie. Um, is it a is it one of the National Lampoons? No. So it's not a You're never going to get it. I had never heard of it, but it was number one for two is weeks. Is it a Porky's? No. Okay. It's called Spring Break. Okay. It's about two guys that go on spring break. I think I've heard of it. It's a sex romp, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. One of those sex movies. I love how in the 80s, there were basically movies built around seeing a titty. Like, there were <laughs> movies that were built yes. around, you can come and you can see tits. Now, the crazy thing is, I remember Airplane 2 was rated PG. Airplane 2 is rated PG, and I rented it from video up to hilarious movie, especially yeah. as a kid. You're like, yeah. this is fucking great. But in the opening scene, they have, like, the x-ray machine, and it's actually just showing the guards, like, everybody without their clothes on. Breasts! <laughs> in a PG movie in 19... 19- like, I actually kind of agree. It's just breasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm kind of like, whatever. It's breasts. That's, you know? that's a kid's movie in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was just kind of shocked as a kid, like, watching it with my mom after recording. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uncomfortable. Yep. Um, but, yeah. So, I mean, if you're looking for some PG breasts... Check out Airplane 2. It's a funny movie. Nice. It's very funny. Liam Neeson. No, not Liam Neeson. Leslie Neeson. Le- Leslie Nielsen. Nielsen, yes. Yeah. Uh, he's funny. Yeah. He's a funny guy. Every once in a while, I forget how good the Naked Gun movies are. They're great. They're very good. That's another one that I watched with my parents, and there's the scene where they wear the full body condoms. Yes. <laughs> They're just like <laughs> running into each other. Dude. Ah, God. So many uncomfortable Simpler moments. Simpler times. So many uncomfortable moments as a kid, like watching movies with parents yeah oh god okay but yeah so april 1st 1983 we do have a new number one song i'm gonna give you the number one song because i don't want to play this song okay. i think it's played out it's overplayed it's a good song but it's billy Jean by michael jackson Oh, okay the one we're gonna guess is the song that came after it okay uh, oh god i love this song i think this is a top 50 song all time uh Homer, when he was in the B-Sharps in the Simpson episode, yeah. famously beat this group to win a Grammy. Oh, God. Is it the Bee Gees? No. Lisa has a scene. It's This was their only hit. Lisa has uh, you know, watched him on TV, and she's a baby, and she's like, you beat this band, and she says it. It's very cute. Oh, God, it's been so long since I've seen the Simpsons. What is it? 
It's Dexie's Midnight oh, Runners. Oh, come on, Eileen. This is a song called Come On, Eileen. Let's take a listen. Yes, it is. Come on, Eileen. Oh, I swear, I swear, I swear, I swear, I swear, I swear, I Yes. <laughs> that song fucking rocks. That song's awesome. It is an incredible it's song. Great. Yep. I can't believe that they wrote a song that good and there was nothing even sniff that. No. We got to get one. We got to listen to their album. I bet you there's got to be a hit on there, baby. It's it's cra- every once in a while you can find that where there is a song that's such a standout and you'll listen to the album because it's like they got to have something else. Yeah. And there's nothing. Just barren. <laughs> yeah. Just absolutely barren. Baron, oh my god but that song yeah but lisa's like you beat dexie's midnight runners that's right it's cute um but yeah so that is the number one song that followed up billy jean only one week i would argue that that song is better than billy jean sorry full respect uh you know billy jean is a massive hit yeah i just eh, it's a good song it just that you know at the time it's pretty groundbreaking yeah but i'm just kind of like well it's been it's you know, it's pe- just people yeah. our age has been beaten into our heads. So. Yeah. Well, why aren't they beaten? Come on, Eileen, into our heads. Oh, it's a good one. It's so good. Yeah. Um. Actually, uh, do you remember the Neon Trees? Oh, yes. The band. Yeah. yeah. My ex brought me to a couple of their shows, and they covered that song. Oh, it was a good cover. Yeah. It was the best song they played all night. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Um. Should we get into the episode? Yes, please. All right, let's do it. Do it. Adam, I got a question for you. Yeah. You remember the milkshake song I talked about? Yeah, yeah, Are I you do. ready for it? Yes, I am. Village People Milkshake. Let's go. They need vitality. This is like a reverse kids bop song. Yes. <laughs> this is a kids bop song that was an actual song. Yes. <laughs> like they wrote this for kids bop, but they gave it to the village people. <laughs> I love how it's like milkshake propaganda. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, the kid's hungry. Give up a milkshake. <laughs> yeah, big dairy contract to yes. the village people in the 70s. <laughs> the village people, no, it's like the village people are like a propaganda group. <laughs> yeah. They did in the Navy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did the YMCA. <laughs> yeah, come on down to the YMCA. <laughs> you know? They're just up for sale. Yeah, they are. Big brands. Now, this was like a couple years after YMCA. Yeah. And uh, this was like their big... They did like a movie, like You Can't Stop the Music, Yeah, it's called. And this was like one of the songs off it. There's okay. a video. It's hilarious. <laughs> but I, I don't think it hit quite like YMCA did. <laughs> sure. Um, 
But as far as Tom's world, oh, this is right up there, baby. Yep, that's God, it's piece. good. Yeah. You need vitality. <laughs> I love that line. Vitality. They need. Okay. So, uh, we are on to season seven, episode three. Kiridex. <laughs> All right. On the wings of Kiridex. The continuing Bad Batch arc. Um, so we left off last week. They had finally uh, gotten Echo out of his little stasis chamber, but they were fighting off a shit ton of droids as Tech and Rex were working on Echo. They were cornered. They were cornered. Um, so where we start off, we got Anakin and Hunter on one side of the hallway, and we got Wrecker and Crosshair on the other, and they're just plowing through these D1 droids. Yeah, Wrecker's doing is picking up droids and throwing them into other droids. Yeah. And Crosshair is doing his kind of his cool, like, reflecting, ricocheting yes. bolts off of doors and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's you, you get the sense that they could literally just do this all day. Yeah. And I think they probably, that probably would be the easiest strategy yeah. to do this all day until literally every droid has been destroyed. <laughs> right. But um, Anakin's like, hey, Hunter, take care of this. I'm going to go check in on uh, Rex and Tech. And it's like, maybe the Jedi should stay out there and you can send Hunter to go check in on them. There were a couple of times in this episode that I thought to myself, why is Anakin doing this? Yeah. Like, he should be doing something else. Yeah, and it, like... Send Hunter or send one of the other ones to go check. Like, you are the most effective fighter. Yes. Like, and that's not to shit on the Bad Batch. No, like, they're not incredibly all. competent. But, like, sorry, Anakin. Like, you're the most competent one of everybody. Yeah. By far. Um, but, yeah, so Anakin runs in to check with uh, Rex and Echo. Like, basically, Echo's trying to hack into the system so they can safely disconnect Echo from this database. Yeah. If you just unplug him, he might die. So they got to get them uh, unplugged properly. Um, so that's what's going on here. It's going to be our first clip. They, they have to do a. They have to do that thing where you have to like click the button in the bottom right and say eject your eject USB dongle. USB. Yeah. <laughs> if now I'm a rebel, so I just unplug it. <laughs> but every now and then you'll hear the. You know, I've never seen it happen. But apparently, if you just unplug it, you don't do the proper ejection. It can like corrupt the data files yeah. or something yep. and just fuck everything up. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, sometimes you just got to roll the dice because you don't got time to go right click, eject, and then <laughs> wait a second. They're trying to properly drag Echo into the garbage bin on the desktop yes. before pulling the sockets out of yeah. them. Yeah. Big USB dongle feeding us lies. <laughs> yeah. You ever hear about USB dongles? Ever oh, talk yeah. to you about them? Yeah. I love a good USB dongle. Yeah, for sure. When I dropped off my taxes, most of it was on a USB dongle. Nice. PDF files. Yeah. I love you a know? good dongle. Kind of, yeah, I love <laughs> dongles. What a great name. Dongle. Dongle. Yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? You're talking about thumb drives, though, right? Yeah, they're, but the, the, the proper name is dongle. I always imagine... Dongle, I interpret as those weird things that Mac makes you buy to, like, force like normal things into their computers okay I that's understand. what i like this is a dongle like this guy that guy yeah that's a, i call that a port no oh. now dongle that's a usb dongle no it's a, a little a thumb drive i think is what you're talking about no it, wait no it's a dongle all right let's find out i'm gonna find it let's let's this let's end this controversy right now okay. clone castanovas right in. type Let in no dongle there it is, dongle. See it? That's yeah, the same thing. 
computer peripheral. Uh, let's see here. Dongle. Okay, that's a dongle. That's an interesting dongle. You got a dongle. That's a dongle. Okay. Now type in thumb drive and see what comes up. Well, yeah, up. I know. <laughs> but you're not a tech whiz like me. Anyway. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, got to safely eject Echo. Can't just unplug Echo. You're going to corrupt all the files. Drag him to the garbage bin. Yeah. So uh, our first clip is going to be Anakin after <laughs> he leaves Hunter to fend for himself. And and <laughs> Hunter has a knife. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he did do the cool move where he like yeah. puts it underhand, though. I like how Hunter always goes underhand with a knife because yeah. he's a total badass. But uh, our first clip is going to be Anakin, Tech, and Rex. Situation's almost under control out there. How's it going? In so here? I left. <laughs> I'm yeah. to decrypt Echo's cerebral interface. Until I do, we cannot disconnect him from this computer system. How is he, Rex? He's too weak to walk. He's like very dazed. disoriented. <laughs> he doesn't even remember how he got here. He remembers being at the Citadel, but that's about it. Any word on the extraction squad? We called it in, but now wait back. The camera's up from back to real fast. Yeah, I'm so surprised. Them. We knew when we got into this, we'd be on our own. It's gonna get more difficult to get out of here. There's several squads of droids closing in. Okay, so they fall back into this main computer room where they found Echo, and they seal off the doors by, uh, they just kind of cauterize it with, uh, he's got a torch. They start, like, welding the yeah, door shut. Yeah, they weld shut. it shut. they got, like, pocket torches. Yeah, Crosshair's got pocket torches, and so does Hunter. Yeah. Very handy to have these pocket torches. Yeah. So they weld it shut. Um... It's at this point that Watt Tambor and his, <laughs> his two cronies. Yes. <laughs> they came walking in and it reminds me of do you ever get the uh the bell pepper variety pack from yeah. Target? There's a little slightly the green, different color. The green, yeah. red, and yellow bell pepper. Yeah. That's what I thought of immediately yes. when they came floating so, in. <laughs> all right. Now I don't want to be like racist, but all Skakuins look the same. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> So it is literally varieties. They're wearing the exact same outfit. They just like changed the color profile on each one of them yes. just slightly. But yeah, so Watt Tambor and two other bell peppers roll up. Yes. Um, Crosshair is like using this special vision to see a bunch of droids approaching. Like he can see through the walls. Just that like it is cool. Like signatures. Kind he of. has the like the the clone or Mandalorian like visor thing like the eyepiece that drops down on their helmet but then i noticed there's a separate lens that like closes in like it's animated like functionally very cool where it like it's the main eyepiece that we've all seen like rex use uh -huh. but then there's a separate lens that like pops down and that's what makes them like see through the walls Ooh. and stuff yeah he's got fancy stuff why didn't they just build all the clones like this i know i mean they're they're like literally just like you know, well, same deal with these like new droids. Yeah. That are like, holy shit. These guys seem it is way more though, effective. Like, out of all the regs, like you have the standouts, you know, and then oh, you yeah. just got like, you know, just random guy like like fucking gear shift. Yeah. You know, like just random <laughs> chud guy. Gear shift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, but there's something and it's it's I think it's just playing up their uniqueness. Like something about Rex was special. Yeah. You know. So, I don't know. It is an interesting case of nature versus nurture. Yeah. As certain batches were treated better. They're <laughs> like, nature-wise, they're all identical. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Like, hey, we're going to try, try some fun experiments. Yeah. We're going to feed this group cheeseburgers <laughs> <laughs> for a whole month. And we're going to feed this group bell peppers <laughs> for a whole month. And we're going to see if what the differences are. 
Um. So, uh, yeah, so uh, you see all these droids approaching, and Watt Tambor's like, send in the decimator. And you're like, what? What the fuck is that? What's a decimator? It's an interesting technology that we'll talk about here in a moment. Uh, but it's at this point that Tech finishes his work and is able to disconnect Echo. Um, Echo's like, they're like, well, how the hell are we going to get out of here? And Echo's like, oh, well, there's a vent up there. Problem is, it's like 30, 40 feet in the air. Yeah. It's pretty high. It reminds me of, like, going to church as a kid when you, like, are extremely bored and you just and you're like stare at the ceiling at the cathedral and you're like how do they get up there yeah <laughs> that's what it reminded me it's of. that one point <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and you just stare at it man uh st paul cathedral it's fun to stare there oh it's a gorgeous cathedral lots of good staring yeah, yeah. What's, is that your favorite staring place it's a good staring place you ever been to the basilica yeah you stare there i think it's got nothing on the st paul cathedral oh no it doesn't yeah but it's a good stare. They have a nice concert there every summer. <laughs> yes, they do. I wonder who's playing next year. <laughs> Something tells me Fitz in the Tantrums is making right <laughs> the mix. <laughs> every other year, it's Fitz in the Tantrums. <laughs> Jason Isbell. <laughs> yeah. We could guess the lineup oh, pretty yeah. easily. Uh, good chance that, I don't know if Jason Mraz I is touring. I was just going to say Jason Mraz. <laughs> right. You give me another one. Give me, this is bringing his straw fedora All to right, I got stage. another one for you. OAR of a revolution. <laughs> yep, yeah. um, Weezer played there one year. Yes, they did. That was a fun show. Yeah. That was really fun. Anyone that appears in Cities 97 has a good chance of being at the Basilica. I saw Bournes there. Remember Bournes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had Electric Love. Yeah. That's a fucking great yeah. song. That is a great song. I wanted to go just for that. But he opened for Cake. Oh, and the I guy, love Cake. I love Cake, too. But the guy, uh, the lead singer, was fucking shit-faced or something. <laughs> and this was, like, 2017. And so this was, like, the height of, like, resistance lib shit. Oh, yeah. Um, and he just, like, ended up going on, like, a drunken tangent about, like, <laughs> fuck Trump, this and that. And I was just like, I was like, yeah, man, fuck him. But, like, I, I kind of came to hear, like, I will survive, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he just... That's awesome. Yeah, he was shit faced. Yeah, but do you have do you follow Cake on any kind of social media? No. Like I followed them on Facebook forever ago, and all they do is post like lib propaganda. Like really? once Trump got elected, it's just nonstop. And some of it is like bordering on like leftist shit, so I'm on board. Yeah. I love cake. Yeah. Short skirt, long jacket. Great. Yeah. Oh, they're going the distance. That was a good one. The distance was yeah. great. He hit it on that. <laughs> yeah. Not, it doesn't really take a lot of range. You can be shit faced and do a decent distance. We were talking about karaoke last episode. Oh, you want a, we were. You want an easy karaoke song? Pick a cake song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a great that song. That is a low lift. Yeah, it is. But yeah, he was shit faced and he, yeah. was, he was very mad at Trump. And I was too. That's fucking awesome. I fucking, Trump sucks. Yeah. But like, I was just kind of like, dude, this is the fourth song in a row. <laughs> like, Dude, I, I think, you, you know, I, I think most people here are pretty simpatico with you here. Um, Our mutual friend was there as well. Oh, yeah. Not as simpatico as us. Not as simpatico as us. I wish you'd just play. <laughs> <laughs> he loves the Basilica Block Party. I think he yes, goes he every does. year. He loves events. <laughs> he does. He's a big event guy. I love that guy. He likes guy. getting out and having a drink. I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fun guy. Yes, he is. Um, What were we talking about? Did you? Oh, uh, fuck. I almost had it. I almost had it. I almost had it. I almost had it. And then I thought of another thing that I want to talk about. What are we talking about? Two podcast hosts with ADHD are not a good combination. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about the one that I remembered, and then maybe the other one will hit. Right. 
Did you see the thing with the Catholic Church where this priest who was giving baptisms for like 15 years? Oh, yeah. He's instead he's, of saying instead of saying I baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ, the Father, Son, the Holy, whatever. He's been saying we. Yes. And so he got like fired. <laughs> but apparently, like, apparently Catholics aren't really like, oh, no, that's good enough. They're pretty, pretty no. strict about their doctrine. Yes. So like. All of those baptisms are null and void. Yeah, so, <laughs> so according to the Catholics, like those people were not baptized into church. So if, if one of them like died since then, they are burning in hell right now. <laughs> this is a, this is our most off the fucking wall episode, and it's for an episode that's like eighteen minutes long. Again, so, we got another yeah, time. Yeah. We got time to talk about. But no, I just think it's fucking hilarious. And then like. You know, you see on Twitter, you go on there and you look at, like, the comments. There's some funny stuff there, you know, like, mocking the Catholics. But then there's, like, the fucking evangelical or, like, the, you know, the Protestant comes in, like, ugh, this is ridiculous, like, this and that. And then they're, like, you go on their page and they're talking about, like, the rapture and shit and, like, their weird, absurd, like, you know, translations of ancient texts. I do love the fact that, like, in this country especially, like... The way that Protestants look down their noses at Catholics. And it's like, you look at Catholics like they're fucking nuts. Like, look in the mirror. Like, yeah. you're, you are marginally better. Well, I, I ended up, I ended up going down a rabbit hole of like reading about the rapture. Yeah. And like, there's really nothing in the Bible. No, it's all based there's on like, like one line about like, they'll ascend or something. Yeah. And like, it's but they all- like took that and they made like this whole like fanfic around it's, it it's, it's all like, based what? it's all based on dante's inferno which actually goes into like devils and pitchforks and like the nine layers of, or seven layers of hell or whatever well no dante's inferno it's not based off that no that's what i'm saying dante's inferno is actually like a really good piece of literature but that's what i'm saying is but like, that's kind of what they tried to go with that's exactly they what wanted i'm to saying go with like this grandiose like the bible says nothing about that but yeah. like just because it's become part of the culture in the zeitgeist like everybody is like oh no this is this this is what hell is yeah this is what hell is and they're all looking at dante's inferno yeah. instead of like actually no it, it's at the literally Bible. like it's literally like christian fanfic yeah is what it is yeah and like they're trying to build this whole like mythos around like the rapture and it's just like and the funny thing about the bible is too like how many fucking translations are of this book yeah you know like i, I it's it's insane to me that like catholics and protestants have arguments about anything <laughs> i know it's like it's fucking insane it's like it's in isn't it kind of like all this you're just kind of arguing semantics here yeah. like isn't Jesus the son of God? Like, you should all be kind of on the same page with this. Yeah. Like, wh- why are you arguing about these? Well, if you if you take the scope and zoom out a little bit further, like, <laughs> Christians, Jews, and Muslims, they're all Abrahamic religions. Like, oh, no. They're all basically believing in my dad the that. same thing. I always tell my dad, like, <laughs> it's fucking hey, ridiculous. you know, the God of Abraham, it's the same God as those Muslims you're so scared yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> And for some reason, like, religious zealots nowadays, they seem to figure out, like, oh, you know what? Like, Jews and Christians, we have a lot in common. But somehow they just leave out Muslims for some reason. I can't put my finger on it. But hmm. I don't know what that could be. It's all the same fucking thing. It is. But now that we've boiled it down, you know, we don't have Zeus anymore. 
we don't have uh, I don't know pick any deity throughout time that people have worshipped you know Ra the sun god Horus you well know? that's what I tried telling like we have a friend who's a little bit more on the religious side and like he was talking to me about like the Bible and stuff and I remember telling him like yeah but in the grand scheme of things the Bible is relatively like a new book if you look back at like a lot of like ancient Egypt's yeah. like gods and myths there's like exactly the same stories about like people being born of virgins who were resurrected on a third day well and, the story like, of Horus the yeah. Egyptian god is very similar it's to Christ's exactly story. Exactly the same. But my thing is, like, if we if we're we're down to the Abrahamic, like, that's the only really one that's still there, the God of Abraham. I mean, there's some like smaller religions and things like that, but like a major religions. Yeah, that's the one that went mainstream. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, <laughs> the Ab- out now. Abrahamic religions are the marvel of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now hear me out though. Maybe they're onto something. If we're down to one god, one of them's got to be right, right? Yeah, sure. I would probably put money on the Jews. <laughs> well, that's who I think has probably got it right. No, I think they're all worshiping the same dude. They're just like trying to figure out how to worship in the worship him the correct. Way. I don't know. I always say though, like the shit that the Jewish people have been through. That's perseverance, baby. Oh yeah, you know they're on to. I think they're the chosen ones. Yeah, we're all fucked. Oh yeah. <laughs> The only people getting into heaven are them. It's like back when Family Guy was good. Like one of the great jokes was they they showed like uh, in ancient Egypt, like two Jewish people like being slaves and uh, one being like, you know what? Every religion has to go through its rough parts. And after this, it's going to be smooth <laughs> sailing. <Yep. laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody's on to something here. <laughs> You know, we should bring back. We should bring back the Greek gods. They're my favorite. I'd love. I'd love some polytheism just yeah. in the mix. Yeah, you know, I kind of, I kind of subscribe to the agnostic. Like, I think there's a higher power of some kind. I don't really can't define yeah. it. Yeah, I think we're both kind of on that. We're not the uh, staunch atheists. I, my whole mindset is, I'll never know until I die. So why waste time yeah. thinking about it? I just, I, I, I don't know. I find atheism kind of preposterous as well. Right. But like, that's especially like the militant atheism. That's my exact. I hate that shit. That's my exact point is like, I don't know. So I can't definitively say one way or another until I die. So why waste time like committing one way or another? Yeah. Now, Norm McDonald, he had a, I was listening to something he would said and he had an interesting way because I think he was kind of towards the end. He was very he's Christian, I think. Well, he defended Christianity. A yes. Lot. Yeah. But he had an interesting question that he, a philosophical question. If there is no God, why does life persist? Like, we can say we have a biological answer for why yeah. does life persist, but why? Why does life, why, why must life persist? I don't know. And he posed that to, like, Dawkins on Twitter. And Dawkins was just like, I don't know, that's a philosophical question. Ask a philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, like... I don't. I went through a phase of like listening to like Dawkins, yeah, yeah, you know, and like Hitchens and those guys, like you know. And I like I get their philosophy, but it's a little yeah, but bleak. it's bleak. It's bleak, and they're just it's. I, I do not like the militant atheists. They're also assholes. Yes, it all comes like I just don't like arrogance. Yes, I don't like the arrogance of a religion telling me this is exactly what is going to happen when you die. 
And I don't like the arrogance of atheists being like, no, there's nothing after you die. So yeah. this is exactly what is going to happen like to both groups. I'm yeah. just like, what do you do? What makes you think that you know? And there's literally like debates where yeah. they get these people in a room together and people like watch this shit. Yeah. I just. Nobody fucking knows. Yeah. People just they need some form of control. And yeah, that's the I point. remember what I was going to say, though. Oh, OK. Here we go. We were talking about liberal propaganda. Yeah. So Kanye was on one today. <laughs> <laughs> he. He like he took a screenshot of Pete Davidson. Now there was like a Pete Davidson like clip from Weekend Update um, where he like talked about like, "Hey, I'm on meds. I struggle with mental illness. This and that." And he's like, "Kanye, take the meds or something." You know, I don't know. Say what you want if you think that's cool to joke about, like because he is a person that struggles sure. with it. I personally don't think like saying, "Hey, Kanye, you know, you should be on your meds." Who knows what Kanye's doing? Yeah. You don't know. But so he took that clip and he like. Just took a screenshot, and this is, like, his thing. He'll, like, post, like, five things on Instagram, leave them up for an hour, and then delete them all. And, like, I mean, he's not stupid. He knows that people screenshot. It's out there. It's just kind of, like, I think it's, like, his art. He's trying to make it, like, you know, this is my thing. I'm going to post yeah. these and delete them. But so he took a – one of them was he took a screenshot of P that Pete Davidson skit, and he writes this, like, long run-on sentence about, like – this is what the liberals are trying to tell you, this and that, the liberal media, this and that. The liberal media hates me because I think for myself, think for yourself, the liberal media doesn't have God. God has already redeemed me. And he just, this long run-on sense. I just, dude. Sounds like that guy needs some meds. Yeah. <laughs> he needs help. Yeah. He needs help. And he's like, they're saying that I'm mental illness, this and that. He's like, no, I'm perfectly clear. And it's like, uh, dude, this is not... No I do love will. that us as a society are watching some with, someone with bipolar going through manic and depressive episodes, like, collectively. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just watching it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, the whole, like, just the whole thing, though. It's just, it's like, it's, it's basically what we deserve. Sure. Like. Kardashians and Kanye and all is, this stupid... This is what reality TV gets you. Yeah. All this stupid shit. Like, this is what we want. You know? But oh, it's yeah. just so mindless and dumb. People eat it up. I fucking hate it, man. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, they jump in this hatch. There's a hole in the roof. <laughs> Holy shit. That's how we got on this subject. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We really got off track there. <laughs> So oh. oh, I know, I know. Trampled by turtles. Oh, that's good stuff. Hundred percent gonna play there. That's gonna. That's they are hundred percent. Do you think they're gonna be? They're not gonna be. They're not gonna be the closing though. No, they're like in more of an opening act. No, every once in a while they try to do like we're only gonna have like Twin Cities local artists at this venue. That's a flop. And if that is the case, then they might be headlining. Well, they have but... usually they have a third stage, which is just local. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Star Tribune stage. Yep. Um, I do I do love some trampled by turtles though. I'm a great clip stage guy. You go to the great clip stage? I've never been to the Basilica Block. Oh, party. That's where Weezer played was the great clip uh, stage. Okay. That's in like the big lot. Yeah. A lot of room there. Got a good view of downtown. Last time the closest I've ever come to going to the Basilica Block Party was last year when I was driving home from recording this podcast. Oh really? And I drove past it and I was like, Oh yeah, the Basilica Block Party's going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. 
you were thinking about maybe stopping by? No, not at all. You didn't want to see Florence in the machine? (laughs) (laughs) I could go all day on these bands. Yep. Father John Misty. (laughs) Oh, they're all there. I guess we should talk about again. Not bad. Like no. I'm not saying they're bad bands, but they're of a certain type. And once you that's your city's '97. Yes, it's like adult contemporary. It's like indie rock, but it's not. Yeah, it's like sellout indie rock. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like indie rock graduates once it, once indie rock's fan base grows up past 28. Yeah, they like get into this other category. Yes. Wilco. Um, <laughs> okay, let's talk about this. Yes. Do we got to cut all that? There's a hole in the ceiling. There's a hole in the ceiling, and they're like, well, how the hell are we going to get up there? Echo actually gets it open for him. He like puts in his little... It's the first, it's the time, first we time we see the screwdriver. Yeah, he sees his screwdriver hand. Um, he gets it open, and then he's like, all right, well, how the hell are we going to get up there? And Wrecker immediately jumps into action. He's like, well, I'll tell you how we're going to get up there. Grabs Hunter, and he just chucks him up there. <laughs> So Hunter goes in the hole. It reminds um, me of the the, the uh, Colossus Wolverine move. Oh, yeah. Used to throw Wolverine at the... Oh, that's great. Yeah. God, that's such a cool move. Yep. Man, I love Wolverine. <laughs> Let's talk about Wolverine. <laughs> Do you like Bone Claws? Remember when he got all the fucking adamantium ripped out of him? Yeah. That was fucking cool. That was good stuff. Yeah. That's canon, right? Canon? Yeah. Like Marvel canon? Like it's in the Marvel universe. Yeah, I mean, it's in the comic books. Yeah. It's legit. Because, like, up until a certain point, the claws weren't in his skeleton. They were placed there when he got his adamantium skeleton. Yes. And then as at a certain point, they, like, kind of retconned it, and they were like, oh, no, that's part of his mutation is he had these claws. Oh, no, no, no. The adamantium... He has the claws. That's part of his mutation, but they're literal bones. But I think the original interpretation of Wolverine is he only has healing ability. He yeah, does, he exactly. Does, he does not have anything else. Oh, okay. So, like, he didn't have claws until he turned into Weapon X. Okay. So, But then at some point they were like, but what if he did have the claws yes. all along? Yeah, I think right now it's confirmed that he has claws. That's canon. Yes. But they're actual bones. Bone claws, yeah, yeah. One of the cool things about X-Men Days of Future Past was he, when he goes back in time, yes. he's got the bone claws yep. because it was before he was Weapon X. Yeah. That was cool. Uh... Check out the big brain on Brad. Okay, I guess we should probably talk about the episode. Yeah. Do you like Gambit? I love Gambit. I was a he's big, so cool. I was a big Gambit kid. Open that closet. Oh. Open the closet. Take a look at the bottom. Oh! <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. There it is. <laughs> those are cool. I like those a lot. That's like your Marvel Black series right when, there. When I was a kid and everybody was all in on Wolverine, I was like, yeah, but you're like, yeah, that guy's cool, but what's going on with this other guy? Gambit. Gambit. Yeah. It was the it was the bright pink, like it, the colors. It was the trench coat with the yeah. like cool accent. And he had a stick. He had a staff. Yeah. Oh, I love Gambit. Oh, man. When they went in the training arena, that shit's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wolverine would kick the shit out of everybody, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, you literally can't be beat. 
Punisher shot him in the face <laughs> and he fought him as a skull. <laughs> like, that's yeah. Yeah. We should probably actually talk about the episode. Yes. I think we need to move on. <laughs> There's a hole in the ceiling. There's a hole in the ceiling. Echo gets it open for him. Dude, we might have to just fucking <laughs> cut all that out. Holy shit, dude. So yeah, um, Wrecker starts throwing people up there. Um, Anakin's like, hey, don't worry about me. I got it. He does a big jump. So at that point, though, it's just Wrecker down there, and the Decimator is about to break through. Yes. Uh, the Decimator um, is coming through, and we see Wrecker just like throwing fucking bombs, charges everywhere. The Decimator is a, a spherical droid Yeah. that I think at this point we know is designed to kill off organic Organic matter. light forms, yeah. Right. Um, and it is cutting through the doors like nobody's business. Yes. It kind of looks like the interrogator droid from A New Hope. Yes, that's slightly. exactly what I thought. Smaller, though. Yeah. Like, that is like a beach ball. This is like a volleyball. Yeah. But they look similar. Um, so Anakin ends up, after a wrecker fucking lays all these charges, uh, Desmere gets in there and starts shooting these, like, it, it's like a... <laughs> What's those balls we're used to touch and like it, it goes? Oh to... yeah, they sold them at like Spencer's Gifts <laughs> yeah. at the mall. But it's like shooting out like purple lightning everywhere. Yeah. Um, I guess that's how it scans for organic life forms. So while this is starting to do that, I'd love it if it if it hit Wrecker and his hair just stood up on end. Yeah, and that's all that happened. <laughs> you know, oh, we got to go to the science museum, man. Yeah, we do. Yeah, you can do fun stuff there, yeah. like experiments. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I think they got one of those things that'll make your hair stand yeah, up. Yeah, it's time for another clone cast field trip. Oh, do you got your permission slip? <laughs> I think before we get to the end of season seven, this is just going to be us just talking. <laughs> I don't know what is happening in this arc, but we keep getting way off track. This is the one episode I think the Star Wars to bullshit ratio has gone completely off the rails. We usually got a decent amount of bullshit, <laughs> yeah. but this is out of this fucking world. Okay, so like it starts shooting off its little fucking scanners everywhere, these little light, purple lightning and scanning for organic life forms. Anakin just uses the force that and lifts a, Wrecker up. I mentioned it earlier. This is another point where I was like, Anakin, why did you force jump into that hole? Why didn't you, like, force push Wrecker up into it and then force jump? It just seemed odd that Anakin was like, all right, Wrecker, I'm out of here. And he, like, jumped up into the hole. Yeah, I mean, the uh, Wrecker's strong, but he can't jump 40 yeah. feet in the air. Anyways, Anakin saves him just in time. Um, the decimator ends up shutting down. They're like, well, didn't find anything. But, like, all those charges <laughs> that... um record planted before he got pulled out of there go off and like as they go off Watt Tambor is like looking through the people <laughs> and he just gets blown backwards with his friends Watt Tambor is a, a comedic gold yes he is so our next clip is going to be the Republic forces in the vent um, and Echo has a lot of good info about the layout of this place huh. this ventilation corridor acts as a cooling system for all the computers in the facility how did you know it was up here Echo well, they got access to my memory, but I got access to the Techno Union database. All their plans, inventory, building schematics, everything. You mean you can find us a safe way out of here? Well, there is a way, but you're not gonna like it. Okay, so Echo 
knows a way out of this vent system. Poor Echo freezing his ass off. No shit. In these vents. Like, he's got, like, frost forming on him. Um, I don't know how he can even fucking walk after, you know, like, he bounced back really quickly. He does have mechanical legs. I don't really understand what the purpose of giving him legs was, like the Skakoins. Yeah. Like, like very, you know, you, you abuse the guy, you take him, you know, and you, you he's, he's this fucking experiment, this human experiment that you're testing on. Just disgusting. But you give him legs. Maybe Wat Tambor was just tired of carrying him and didn't want to waste droid energy I by guess. like shuffling I, him around. I feel like he was in that stasis doing that forever. Yeah. Like, I don't think they took him out. The other thing that I thought, too, is like, if this program worked so well, I think they've like mentioned in the last episode, too, like this algorithm has been very successful for the Separatists. Why is this the only clone that they've kidnapped? Like, don't you think that they would have, like, made a concerted effort to kidnap some other clones so they could do this exact same thing? Well, it's kind of like an ARC trooper, so like, a you know, an elite force fell into their lap. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm sure you could, you could kidnap gear shifts all day. I don't think they're going to have, like, in-depth information. Yeah, I guess that's true. I, I still think it's wild that they even found him. Yeah. Like, just based on the situation that was going on at the Citadel, like, we know that, like, the head got cut off, that beast. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. But we did just come back from a break because uh, we, we talked for so fucking long. <laughs> so, I, of course, took that little breather to download something. We were talking about Ruben Stuttered. Now, I want you to tell me your honest-to-God opinion on this. Now, this is, like, the tail end of the song, but it's my favorite part. So this is a little bit of Flying Without Wings by Ruben Stutter. Right. You ready for it? All right. Complete, for me, it's waking up beside you. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Wait, goosebumps. Oh, goosebumps. That's good. Go ahead. He's got a great voice. He's a great singer. Yeah, he is. Oh, oh hit it, baby. Oh. Why the hell? What? Why the hell did he not get as successful as Clay Aiken? I don't know. I think it's just like whoever, you know, you get signed by a record label, and if they give you the right producer and the right songwriter. Yeah. You know, like Clay Aiken had that one song that really hit big, Invisible, If I Were Invisible. Yeah. Really creepy lyrics when yeah. you think about it. I would watch you in your room. What the fuck was that? It's almost like he was uh, closeted at that point. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's really overcompensating. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. hey, ladies, I'm going to watch you change in your room. It's like, yeah. whoa, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, I, it's crazy. I, you know, he's got a great voice. Ruben had a great voice. Yeah, I think, you know, the problem is, like, uh, a voice is an instrument. Yeah. Um, just like a, you know, but I play guitar. Hey, you know, that doesn't mean I'm going to be successful. Right. It's a great song. It's no Rasputin, but. No, it's a great song. Yeah. For me, it's just waking up beside you. <laughs> Watch the sunrise on your face. To know that I can say I love you at any given time or place. How about that? That's, That's good ooh, stuff. That's love, baby. That's love. You know, I kind of want to have some music, like, under us while we talk about this here. I really, you know, I want this to be, like, a unique episode. It's not unique enough yet. 
I don't know what it is about this episode, but we are just off the yeah. wall. You know, we remarked to each other on the break. Like, we watched this before Bad Batch came out. So I think it just feels like the old other part, hat. I feel like, like we even commented on it. This episode is like 18 minutes it's long. Really sh- it's like the shortest episode. This is one of those instances where it's like this arc could have been three really good episodes. Yeah. But I feel like they stretched it out a yeah. little too and much. And not that any of these are bad. No, not no, not by any means. Yeah. So uh, Echo is going to lead them out of there. And so <laughs> they... Pointing with his flathead screwdriver. Yeah, this way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they get to, like, the end of this uh, vent system, and it's this hatch that opens up, and it opens up to this, like, pipe that's suspended high above ground and connecting to another building in this Skakowin city. Um, So basically, they're going to have to pull the Carl Willenda, and they're going (laughs) to... The high wire (laughs) act, and they're going to have to... They're going to have to, you know... Oh, now who's the Edge Lord? Isn't that the guy that fell to his death doing the High Wire Act? Yeah, tips. Come on. Have you ever seen that footage? No. Oh, it's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> Call me the Edge Lord, and you're the one sitting around watching this. He's shit. like an old man on a High Wire, and he like loses it mid wire, and he just like kind of goes down on one knee and oh, no. realizes that he's done, and he's just like. <laughs> just, like really falls off the wire. Did he have the stick? He did, but the he balancing stick. Because he was like, fuck it, I'm not getting across, and I'm not going to make it back. And he didn't have a safety line. So he just, like, you watched this man plummet to his death. It's dark stuff. Oh. Yeah. Was it in a city, or was it, like, Grand Canyon? I don't remember. Now, you just dropped that big pole down there. You probably hit a pedestrian. <laughs> you hear those stories about, like, oh, don't drop the penny off the Empire State Building. You hit it's somebody like in the head, like, go right like through their laser beam. <laughs> A penny like cuts them in half. Sony <laughs> <laughs> just Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it's like the Kung Lao fatality yeah, on yeah. the city street. He was killed by a falling penny. <laughs> His whole body is just split on the street. I don't. I, I feel like that's like one of those uh, you know old wives tales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure getting hit in the head by it would not be good. No, once you reach, but I don't think it's gonna go through like your whole body. No, I think it's more than it, there's something called terminal velocity. So once something reaches a certain falling speed, it doesn't exceed that. Yeah, that's not a far enough speed to like yeah. split you in <laughs> half or turn turn a penny molten. <laughs> Gravity is weird, wild, wacky stuff. Yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah, like ah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> I'll end up like talking about like dropping feathers versus like dropping yeah. like a lead pipe or Somehow something. Somehow we're going to work in John Mayer's gravity yeah. in the Basilica block party again. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like it depends on the year. Some years John Mayer is like too big for it. Early and John, then some years. Early John Mayer would have fit perfectly yeah. into the Basilica. The John Mayer like the John Mayer arc. It's like it's very hilly. Like he. <laughs> Like, John Mayer reaches peak where there's some, like, you know, for some reason he's really popular that yep. year. And then he kind of goes back down. He's still popular, but he's, like, Basilica but Block then Party pop culture. Then he, he goes starts, back up. But then, like, in his valleys, he's, like, he starts smoking a lot of weed and starts yeah. just playing bu- blues music. Yeah. And, like, it insults the, like, squares. Yeah. So he can't get played on adult contemporary anymore. Yeah. But then he'll release something that gets played on adult contemporary yeah. and he's right back. John Mayer is a fucking roller coaster, man. <laughs> he is. Yeah. yeah. I want to ride in the streets. Of the, I want to scream at the top of my lungs. Anyways, um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll have to see what Arky's on right now. Speaking of gravity, 
These guys are walking out on a big pipe. Yeah, so they're walking across the pipe, and uh, Wrecker is not enjoying the High Wire Act, obviously. Wrecker does not like heights. Um, and, you know, Echo's like, there's a landing pad on the other side there, and, you know, if there, where there's a landing pad, there may be some sort of aircraft to get us out of here. So that's the plan. But droids begin to come out of both buildings. So, like, they're in the middle of this pipe, and there's D1 droids approaching them from both sides. Um, so Crosshair actually ends up slipping in the firefight that's taking place. Wrecker grabs him and is like hanging upside down, holding Crosshair. Yeah. Again, we mentioned last episode, it seems like Wrecker and Crosshair do have some kind of like special bond. Wrecker is always looking out for Crosshair. Yeah. I don't know. I, there's something there. Um, I gotta, I'm going to rewatch some of the batch, man. Yeah. Cause I want to see that line you were talking about at the yep. end. Um, God, that's a great episode. Um, but tech has an idea now, you know, they're kind of like, Oh, we got to go back. We can't go back. We're getting, <laughs> so they're just, you know, they're screwed here. But tech, he recorded the Karodak, um, distress call. So if he, pl- he recorded it from when they were with the villagers. So what he's going to do is he's going to play it really loud and they'll just come call, and they're going to, yeah. he's going to call them and they're going to just dump, jump on these things and I guess fly. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, I don't know. So he plays it and like like clockwork immediately here they are. There's like hey what up you know and they just kind of circle below him, and then they're like okay great what's that what now and he's like well we jump and so he just jumps on there. But that's the thing that's another point where like Anakin is like I'll go first and yeah. he jumps and that was another point where I was like Anakin shouldn't you be like helping the other dudes? Yeah, like you can use the force to like cushion the yeah. fall and make sure they're landing on these yeah. things back. Second to go is Echo. Like Echo's like, oh, I don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> like I'm playing with house money at this point. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I never thought I was getting out of that thing. So Echo just flops off there and just Man, that when he landed with all that metal, it must have hurt that beast back. <laughs> yeah. That's a painful for yeah. that beast. Um but yeah, so they all eventually just jump on there. Record does a very good job of falling onto them, not even jumping, just kind of like, yep, just plopping. Um, like as they jump on them and start to fly away, though, like I notice there's only like four D ones or five D ones left, and I was like, Anakin, you could have just killed them, and you probably would have made the landing. Could have done a saber throw and just sliced through yeah. all of them. We don't get enough saber throws. No, that's such a video game like underutilized mechanic. move. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so they're flying away. There's like five D1s that in hot give pursuit. chase. This and is the, this is the first time that we yeah. see them flying. Um, so they have these cool little like, I don't know, like, they're not even like wings. They're like, it's like a, it's like a flying squirrel almost that just has yeah. like a thing. It's, like, it's more like a glider. It's like yeah. they, have, they have separate arms that like shoot out and then like rainbow wings appear yeah and they do look like computer generated it's a very cool effect i think yeah it looks get a, very there's like cool. one shot where they show it it looks really cool yeah it's like a, it's like going to a light show or but something again and this is where like realizing that these things can fly it's like these are so much more effective than the b1s mm-hmm. it's like, why did you not produce these from the start yeah i don't know like the thing is we're like on Skako Miner and like it, these are Skakoan droids, so they must have bought them specifically for their. Well, it is the t- they're guarding the Techno Union, so I'm sure. Yeah, like... and the Techno Union is technically 
uh, you know, a separate entity from right. the separatists. Like they're obviously like working with them, but it's that weird little like gray area where it's like we have corporate neutrality, this and that. Well, but they're clearly like favoring the separatists, working for the separatists. They're partnering with Trench, feeding him information. So like. For all intents and purposes, they are separatists. Yes. But they also are kind of like trying to be neutral, and I'm sure they have representation yeah. in the Senate, much like the Trade Federation and all this. It's such a weird fucking thing, this well, whole, and I like... Think, I think they've made it clear, like, the Republic is buying stuff from them, too. Yes. Like, they are, like, working both ends of it. They're like Krupp in World War One. Yeah, they're, and or the Trade Federation. Yeah. You know, like, all these fucking... The banking clan does banking on both but sides. That was the other part of it that, like, I thought the other explanation could be. It's like uh, the, uh, I looked it up, the Messerschmitt uh, 262. It was like the Nazi fighter jet. It was the first official, like, fighter jet. Oh, really? It was like in World War II, but it they couldn't mass produce it fast enough mm -hmm. so it didn't actually like start fighting until like 1944 when like they had already basically when lost. like american pilots were like what the fuck is that thing it's like flying circles around us but there were so few and so few skilled pilots that could like pilot it yeah but it was completely on and they're already basically like had done all their stupid fatal yeah. errors like invading russia and, yeah. yeah in the middle of winter that's still <laughs> You know what? It didn't work for Napoleon, yeah. but it may work for us. You're a real brain genius, Adolf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like that that was the thing. It's like they had all of these like uh uh like new things that came out that were so like revolutionary, but it was already kind of past the point of no return. Yeah. And I thought maybe that could be the case with these things. Like Yeah, it's like because we saw they, they're new models that never got we saw the exact same thing time. with, like, in Phantom Menace, we only saw the B-1s, but then in Attack of the Clones, the B-2s got introduced, yeah. like, the super battle droids. Yeah. And so, like, if you kept going with that, these... Aren't these B-1s also upgraded because they don't need the, like, station? Yes. They yeah. don't need... Well, the... and that's when they, like, started developing, like, personalities and that type of thing. Yeah. Um... But no, no, no. also, they have a very, like, they have a more slender profile, so they're harder to, like, sure. shoot with a blaster. Yeah. I, they're they're interesting. Like, and when they were, like, breaking in, like, one of them just, like, stuck their head through yeah. the door because they got a... Sl I don't It's... I guess the face isn't... The, the face is pretty... The, the, the cone is similar yeah. to B1. The problem I had is, why do they have the same voice as the B1? Like, why wouldn't they give them a cool, like, kind of new voice? I don't know. It's like with Siri. You can change Siri's voice. I know, but they did it with, like... Yeah, the, you think that they would just give them, like, a new like, firmware upgrade. The B2 had a, like, much deeper voice. Yeah. The low-energy battle droids, they had a different voice. And then the, like, super... Or what do you call the, the newer models of the LEBDs? The Ascended LEBD. The Ascended LEBDs have the real deep... Yeah kind of voice i thought they these suck. guys would have like a cool new voice they do not no they don't standard b1 voice um but yeah so they jump on these reptiles fly off some d1 droids bust out their little wing flappers and give them a chase um you know and it's it's a quick there's some shooting back and forth they're being pursued by them nobody gets hurt nothing and like anakin's like how do you control these things and right after that i don't even know what move he does but he somehow loses them yeah, it made no sense. 
Like, he just loses them temporarily, and one of them flies into the side of, a, like, a rock. One of them flies into a rock. He's deflecting laser bolts, but none of them seem to hit the things. Yeah. There's also only four following that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you easily could have got to the other side. But, yeah, so one flies into, like, this big rock-facing, crushes itself. Somehow they lose them temporarily and i don't know how it doesn't like, show it anakin's like we got to lose them how do you control this thing and then they never show what they do to yeah. lose them and i was just like i rewound it twice i was like what am i missing here there's another thing like rex is on the <clears throat> same beast as echo and he's like oh you're doing some good piloting and echo's like rex asks him how he's feeling and Echo's like never better sir yeah it's like he bounced back super quickly he did have a joke earlier when they unplugged me he's like i got a headache <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um. So yeah, somehow they shake the D ones. Echo's having a great time. <laughs> um, and they go back to the Poltec village. Now they told the Poltec villagers that they were not going to be coming back. That just hey, scout for us, then we're out of here. You'll never see us again. But they return to the Poltec village. <laughs> they return without the scouts. <laughs> yes. And so um, we get a little conversation here, um, where they give a rundown of why we came back and what we're gonna do, and blah blah blah. So this is the Republic forces and the Poltec villagers. Their leader is impressed we tamed the Kiridex, but he wants to know why we returned here. Tell him we had no choice. Tell him that, that, that we wore out our welcome in Perkal. Not this idiot. This is Fien Azo Crudit Kipiokol. Yeah, the D1s catch up. Not good. If I know Tambor, he'll come after us. Us and the Poltex with everything he's got. What's he saying, Tech? He says that we have broken our word. We have brought the war to his village. You're right. Tell him he's right, Dick. Tell him we didn't plan to drag his people into war. But look what the Separatists did to one of our people. <laughs> he's hideous. <laughs> they took away his freedom. His humanity. They tried to turn him into a machine. Look at what a freak guy is. The Techno Union claims it's neutral, but they have chosen sides. Now, your people have to choose. Couldn't have said it better, Rex. Ah, let's hope it works. Because I see forces coming. More than we can handle alone. Okay, so... Rex is always the orator. Yeah. Very good at rallying people to the cause. Um, poor Tech had to transmit that whole train. <laughs> it's like a scene out of Twin Peaks. Yeah. It's just backwards <laughs> just voices. Backwards, yeah. Like all of a sudden a little guy walks in. I'm surprised Tech isn't holding a flaming playing card. Yeah. Or there's just a woman with a log standing there. <laughs> Oh, it's such a great show. It is an incredible <laughs> show. I, I, you know, did you ever watch the the Showtime reboot? No, I haven't. I tried. I, I couldn't finish. Uh, I want to go back and watch the original again. I'm gonna have to go back and watch yeah. it. Um, it's a great show. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is a fucking great <laughs> yep. show. It is weird, man. <laughs> yep. 
It is really weird, and you got to power through. If, you, if you're listening to us and you decide to try Twin Peaks, you got to power through those early episodes because you'll be like, this is corny. Well, also, right off the bat, like someone pulls a fish out of a coffee maker. Like, it makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, it's David Lynch. That's yeah. kind of his thing. It's weird, wild, <laughs> wacky stuff. David Lynch, that is the definition of, <laughs> of David Lynch, just yeah. weird, wild, wacky stuff. Yeah, um, but yeah, so they translate, they're going to be fighting side by side when, you know, the inevitable happens. It is crazy to me how quickly they're like, look at what a freak he is. Okay, well, we're all in on you guys. It's like, have you ever even seen a human more than 10 minutes ago when they showed up for the first time? Probably not, but (laughs) Echo's in such bad shape that they're just like, oh yeah, he's fucked up. (laughs) We got, we can't have this shit. Something tells me, like, like colonization-wise, it took a much heavier lift when, like, Britain reached South Africa than yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't just be like, look at how awful this guy looks. you got to help us. They bring out, like, a pirate with a peg leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, look at this fucking guy. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, um, so... It's at this point that the surviving D1s that were in pursuit meet with Tambor, and they are ordered to take reinforcements to retrieve his, and he says this, experiment. Yes. Which is gross, but he's talking about... A little dehumanizing. Yeah, he's talking about Echo. Like, dude, <laughs> what Tambor? Like, that's somebody I'd like to run a fucking experiment on. Yeah. I want to I fry him up. I want to see if he's actually a bell pepper. Something tells me he tastes some. He tastes mighty good with some onion. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Chop yeah. Chop up some chicken. Oh, toss yeah. Toss it in a pan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got a stew going. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got a stew going. But, yeah, and then he sends off uh, more D1s flying away. And then the, like, those weird bubble walker things. The like oh, tripod yeah. walkers that They're like, are they like, look like a virus. They have like a bulb head with like three cannons that rotates. Yeah, but they look. I, these are really beasts too. Like they should have. I don't know. I guess uh, whatever. They should have put more of these into fucking function. Yeah, too. like they're really powerful. They seem very effective. They are effective. They're great. Um. So yeah. So um, the, these these D1s, and then they go and they head for the village. The village appears abandoned when they first get there, um, but the, they're just up the high ground. They got the famous high ground. They're hiding behind, like, a, they're up in this hill area, just kind of, like, hiding, waiting. There's another very conveniently placed boulder. Yeah, there's a boulder for Wrecker to roll down, and he starts the festivities by rolling it down and taking out some D1s. Um the Poltecs charge in with the Republic forces and the Poltecs don't, you know, these are like villagers. They don't have guns. So they have like lobster. <laughs> they have like a lobster. I can. Yeah. It almost reminds me of the gun from the fifth element. Do you remember that one that no. Gary Oldman was like selling the weird no. guys? <laughs> oh, I mean, but they have like, yeah, they have like a, a melee weapon that literally looks like a lobster's fucking yeah. You know, Spencer or whatever. Um, but yeah, so they charge in. Um, it's a real bloodbath for the Poltec people. Oh, it's a real <laughs> brouhaha. <laughs> There's one that gets shot and like he's like struggling and like the D1 just stands over and shoots him like four it shows more times. You point blank. Yeah. Like this guy getting executed. It's fucking brutal. Um, 
it's so it's it's a bloodbath. We'll just put it that way. It's one of those action scenes that you got to watch. Uh, Echo is hanging out with Crosshair and Anakin for some reason, like on Pride Rock, just overlooking <laughs> the whole fucking thing. And Echo is shooting, and he he picks off this one D one hilariously. So he shoots it, and the D one as it crashes into the side of a rock wall, just like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so Echo's shooting, and we also see Crosshair very nicely put his uh put his hand on Echo's shoulder. Yep. I don't know what that's all about, but I thought Show, it was showing support for his brother. Yeah, this is the first time we've seen Crosshair display much for humanity <laughs> yeah. of any kind. Um but as they're clearing out these D ones, the tank viruses show up. The tank virus droids, these big balls, they got turrets coming out of three sides. And they land, and they just, like, shoot a bunch of villagers at, like, point-blank range with turrets. Just, like, oh, blowing shit up. Decimating shit. Yeah. Anakin's like, hey, Hunter, Wrecker, and uh, Rex, you guys focus on this one walker. I'll take the other one. Um, and when Anakin says, I'll take the other one, Echo's like, oh, still showing off, uh, sir. And he's like, you know me, Echo. And Anakin just dives off of Pride Rock, lands on top of one, and starts cutting it up. Um now, they have, like, three little eyes, I guess you call them, but it's, like, their power centers or something. Yeah, it's like they have an eye above each cannon. Yeah, and, and that's, like, what they use to target. Yeah. Um. So, they see Anakin, like, taking it out, and it's effective. And they're like, how the hell do we get up there? And so, Wrecker, once again, just starts throwing. He throws Rex <laughs> throwing and Hunter people. up there, and they take out the eyes. Um. It's at this point that Anakin, like, jumps off and does this really cool, like... Thing where he just like hovers in the air for a second and does this massive force push yeah and just knocks them over uh slightly before that though like one of them this one that was now blinded because they've taken out the eyes is like stomping everywhere and it's about to stomp on like the chieftain villager uh who's like pulling another villager to safety wrecker jumps in and stops him from getting crushed now he stops the foot from coming down on him, but he also like pushes him out of the way at first. It's like you didn't need to push him; you could just stop. Yeah, yeah, I think Wrecker just wanted to knock him on his ass. <laughs> yeah. So Wrecker saves his life. Anakin force pushes the tank. They both fall over. The D ones retreat. The villagers celebrate like or whatever the <laughs> noise that they make. Um, and then our final clip is going to be the surviving D1 commander that goes back and uh, notifies Wat Tambor of the loss. And then we also have the Poltec chieftain and the Republic forces saying, Bye-bye! Bye-bye! To each other. Sir, the attack force has failed. Ugh, the loss of the clone is a devastating blow to the Techno Union's profit margin. Should we inform the Separatists of our loss? All in good time. We must find a way to recoup on our investment. Thank you for helping us in our fight. Dani kun dep aditu. He said the Jedi will always have an ally here on Skakamona. Rex. Thanks coming after me. That's what brothers do. I'm just sorry it took so long. Hopefully it's gonna be just like old times. <laughs> He's like a piece of... of scrap metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like old times. So, they're kind of setting it up here. Like, Echo is never... Like, he's back, but he's not coming back. Yeah. You know? 
So they're kind of setting that up. Um, so it's at that point that the episode ends. So what do we got for an IMDb rating on this one? IMDb is giving On the Wings of Kiradex a 7.8. So I dipped. A little bit of a dip. Huh? I don't know, man. I mean, <sighs> this whole thing just feels like a 7.5 to me. Yeah. This whole arc is just one big 7.5. Like, they're doing a good job of introducing the Batch to us, but, like, I've seen the Bad Batch show and the development they do with the characters, and so this is all just very falling flat for me. This episode especially, I thought, like, again, this could have been a very solid three-episode arc. Yeah. But I feel like this episode, they're just, like, kind of spinning their wheels. Yeah. Just a little bit. It's, I don't know. I, I would love to get like more information about like what went into the production of season seven. Just because I feel like there's a lot of stories that they had planned. Yeah. That would have been much grander for something that's returning after six years. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, they clearly are setting up I'm another ass- series here. I am assuming what happened was... They had Mandalore as the grand finale. Yeah. They had the Siege of Mandalore set as like, especially like putting myself in Filoni's shoes, him talking to Disney executives, like the way that he was able to create the Siege of Mandalore, which we're getting to pretty soon. He said Disney kind of forced this is all speculation, but I'm assuming Disney forced his hand into like, okay, we'll do two other arcs that could be possible spinoffs. So we have the Bad Batch arc that did turn out to be a spinoff. Mm-hmm. And if the Martez arc did turn out to be well-received, that could have been another Star Wars series. Yeah. So I guess that's possible. If they did do, if they went and finished up with Ventress and did the Dark Disciple thing, like that is a huge climactic end that doesn't leave it open-ended for further capital for disney to eat up so that's my theory as to like what happened with season seven fair enough um i don't know they also had a lot of the storyboards and like they had like an unpolished version of these episodes Well, they had an unpolished version of a lot of arcs and episodes i know i'm but, just trying to i you know i mean obviously the bad batch they had grand plans for this group yes you know um but anyways back to my original point whatever whatever the reason was i mean i know why they did this one i'm still kind of befuddled with all the stories that they had that they kind of like scrapped together the martez arc you know uh could have been two episodes and you get the same effect all i'm it. saying is disney is like Watt tambor at the end of this episode when he's like we need to recoup our investment yeah like disney operates like that yeah i don't know anyways um yeah i don't know the whole thing though this whole arc you know after seeing the bad batch and how much i enjoyed that show and the things they were able to do with a full season of it this all just comes up a little short for me i think i would probably enjoy it a lot more if i had not seen the bad batch yep like i would feel like it's a lot bigger and then you know but uh, don't have luxury of that. So uh, I'm going to give it another 7.5. It's just that's just what it feels like to me. Yeah. 
and I I agree. It's it's not a bad episode, but I just thought like in terms of this story arc, I feel like it just is starting to spin its wheels a little bit. So I just went down to a seven from after a seven point five. All right, so a seven and a seven point five. Always look on the light side of life. Yeah, that. Ooh, all right. Light side moment of the episode. Uh, let's see here. How about Foster the People? Oh, there you go. That's another good one. Man, I should just do the set lineup for them. They, yeah. I could just run the Basilica Block Party. Yeah. Uh, light side moment of the episode for me. Um when Wrecker's charges went off and Watt Tambor and his two Skakwin friends get knocked on their ass. <laughs> like looking at through the people. Yeah, he's like literally looking through the people as the explosion goes off and just smokes them. Um, so, yeah, that was mine. I thought it was funny. They also, kept, they also kept saying Tambor. Like, oh, Tambor's doing this. Yeah. Tambor's doing that. And I just had this image of Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. Like in Watt Tambor's body. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. I went with just the whole, the animation around Anakin fighting the, like, weird tripod walker was very cool. Him jumping down, like, putting his lightsaber into it and, like, sliding down while, like, cutting the thing. Yeah. was super cool. That whole, like, animatic was awesome and done very well. So that was something something nice to look at. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Ah. Ah. All right. All righty, then. If you only knew the power of the dark side. All right, dark side moments of the episode. Um, I'm just that 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 D one that shot the villager and then stood over the villager and shot the villager like yep. four more times. You took mine. It's pretty pretty dark. That it was like a front row view yeah. into just someone an innocent villager being executed yeah. <laughs> these villagers like did nothing to deserve any of this no they had this whole thing brought upon them and just is the encompassing dark side besides that one act like they got smoked yeah <laughs> there was probably like I would say a hundred that got taken they out, got decimated. They were fighting these like monster tank droid things and these flying D ones with lobster pinsters on their arm, pinsters yeah. on their arms. It was crazy, and yeah. the fact that like from the second that Rex and Anakin touched down, they were like, "No, we want nothing to do with you because you're bringing war to our village." Yeah, and we're very peaceful people. And say what you will about Wat Tambor in his techno union army, but they were doing their own thing and leaving those villagers alone. So yeah, this really did suck them into the war. Yeah. And think about it this way. Like they're on Skako minor. That's what Tambor. That's his home planet. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. Like, I don't even want to know what the fuck is going to happen after they leave there. Oh yeah. You know, I just, it's like the Republic seems to do that where they come in. They're like, thanks for your help. And even even, even afterwards, like Tech translated it. And he was like, they said that the Jedi are will have allies here for the rest of time. And it's like, well, 
not the best time to make that proclamation. Yeah. Because you're telling Darth Vader that you're going to be friends with the Jedi from now until the end of time. Yeah. Yeah. I feel really bad for them once this war ends and oh, yeah. the Empire shows up to just mine the shit out of everything. It's just going to be a shitload of TIE fighters Oh, it's going to suck, man. Oh, man. That's sad. Well, I'm sorry, Poltec villagers. You did not deserve any of this. You deserve far better. I want to know where they're getting those lobster fists. <laughs> <laughs> they must have big lobsters there. You know? <laughs> those things look badass. It's like the kids with the big Hulk hands for the toys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You gotta get it up. You gotta get it up on Skeko Minor Cheese. But, me, 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 they get it on. Me, they get it. Dennis Prager and being canceled. Okay. Dark Horse Hero of the episode um we're not dealing with a lot of new characters here we've seen everybody yeah uh i'm gonna go with grace potter and the nocturnals <laughs> <laughs> no uh i'm gonna give it to i'm going to give it to the d1 that got shot down by echo and scream that one was great <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i'm giving it to that d1 that was awesome going out like a champ yep who do you got i am going to give it to the headliner of multiple Basilica Black parties. The band Train. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Train is like, that's when they go ultra mainstream. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, how no, about no. this one? How about this? Matt Nathanson. Matt Nathanson. That's Ooh, another that's good, good one. one. Yeah. I'm giving it to the Poltec people for getting involved in a <laughs> war that they had no business being in. Yeah. And they just jumped right into it. Yeah, it's sad, man. Yeah. Uh, I was bummed out. Dude, they. There's so many, like, villagers that we've seen throughout the show that just deserve so much better. Oh, I know! I mean, this whole thing is just, like, is just, like, commentary on, like, imperialism. Yeah! There's so many times... Like, the fucking Lerman... It's, it's crazy as it seems. It seems like that... That nutjob Scottish Lerman was the one with the most sense. He was like, no! We're not doing fucking dick. If we die, we die. I'm not getting involved in this thing. Well, I mean, he he made sense. Like, I'm not getting involved either way. I'm not raising... But, like, when you're about to get just... You know, when you're about to get... Like, they're about to pull a fucking genocide on you. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, nope, we're not doing anything. <laughs> it's like, well, you're just a fucking nihilist. You Like, you went from making sense to making no sense pretty quick. Yeah. Oh, man. You ever heard about Rolly Boy? <laughs> the legend. God, I wish Rolly Boy came along when we had a more polished show. <laughs> you know? We would have done so much with that character. We're going to have to re-record a couple of episodes. I'm telling you, Special after Rebels, editions. we go through it yeah. again. I'm telling you, re-reboot. I, <laughs> I know we haven't decided what we're doing after Rebels, but that is my vote, is to reboot the Clone Wars. I'm committing to Resistance. I have to see it. That's through. fine. It's going to be awful. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. They have a dedicated fan base. It's going to be terrible. They will burn you in effigy. And we are going to watch every episode of <laughs> That's it. That's fine. But I think we should also do Clone Wars Revisited. I'm game. We have too much fun with this show to ever stop. <laughs> I know. God, we lead a depressing life, and this is all we got. <laughs> all right. Hey, now, you're a rock star. All right, all-star of the episode. 
Anakin is there, and there's no R2 to be found. No! It's just a big failing of this arc. Um, so we got to find an all-star. Um, I'm going to give it to Poltec Chieftain Guy. Hey! Because when he thanks the Jedi, he had that line that made me laugh really hard. <laughs> but then you hear him just say Jedi. <laughs> it's like this. It's like Jedi. <laughs> uh, but but him and a call one to Echo for having the time of his life. Yeah, he's having such a great time when they're on the Kiradax. When they're on the wings of the Kiradax. 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 Okay. Yeah, your teeth of mine. My all-star is Echo. Yeah. Just for the bounce back that he made. Yeah. And also, shout he's got some fucking, like, he's emaciated, and he's got fondant abs. Yeah. You know, we, we talk about the fondant hair. He's got fondant abs. Yeah. He's got, like, a perfect, like, rib cage His that you can see. His rib cage is perfectly <laughs> <Yes>. formed. <laughs> Echo is very symmetrical. It's like Cake Boss himself <laughs> yeah. sculpted Echo. Echo is the most symmetrical of the clones. <laughs> yeah. Man. He should get a second screwdriver just to keep the symmetrics up. I you can't, know uh, what he really should get. He's got he's got the screwdriver on one end. He needs a Phillips head on the other <laughs> <Yeah>. hand. <laughs> <laughs> just so no matter what screw he comes into. Do you think his screws run on battery or is it just manual? <laughs> he's got like a power pack on his elbows. <laughs> got to charge these up. Those batteries are expensive, man. I, I, I have a Clark left a fucking wireless one here. Yeah. But, like, I don't have the battery charger for it. Still got a charge? I got to find the charger. Yeah. So I've, I usually go with just the wired. I could I could really use that <laughs> wireless. I'd be uninhibited. We're going to have to hang some more. Uh, we're going to have to hang some more uh, shelves in here. Soon. Yeah. And also in the uh, Clonecast Center for Lego Excellence. Um, I don't know where I'm going to put that fucking gunship, man. That thing is too big. That thing's gigantic. If I ever got the Falcon UCS, I mean, we would just have to clear out a room for yeah. that thing. It is massive. Uh, what were we talking about? Did you name your all-star? Yeah, Echo. Echo. Yeah, that's right. So you do Echo. I'll do Poltec Chieftain yeah. Guy. He was awesome. <laughs> Poltec Chieftain, his name is uh, uh, Ken Yazal. Ken Yazal? Kin. Oh, I thought you said Ken Yazal. Q-I-Z. I thought you said Ken. Ken. A very rare Q without the U. Yeah. Now, if it was Ken Yazal, he'd be like a local weatherman. Ken Yazal. Yeah. Ken... <laughs> with your, with your five-day forecast. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's in the local news. Let's jump over to Ken Yazal with your five-day forecast. <laughs> oh, it's a cold one out there, isn't it, Mick? <laughs> <laughs> Ken Yazal. Which channel do you think he'd be on? He's a Care 11 guy. Care 11. Yeah. Ken Yazal with your five-day forecast. Does anybody... What do you got for us, Ken? Can we look forward to this weekend? <laughs> Snow. <laughs> we have no right to have this much fun with this episode. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what this arc is doing to us. It's like we're done with the show. We're just like, all right, we're ready for Rebels now. Yeah. Let's go. I'm, I guess I'll just say this. I'm excited to get to the Mandalore. Yes, me too. <laughs> this is a snooze, man. <laughs> what it's other... not a bad episode. No, it's either. not. But I'm just, I'm just like, man, I just want to see this fucking Mandalore I know. shit. I know. I just want to be done with this. 
Ah. Uh, where were we? Oh, yeah. I beg your pardon, but what do you mean, naked? My parts are showing. My goodness. Oh. <laughs> Good hood. Who was a looking hot on Skako Minor? Uh, I'm gonna give it to Watambor and his Skakoins, his fellow Skakoins. Just the slight. They look exactly the same, but they just got a slightly different color. It is. It's like in Mortal Kombat when you pick the same character that you're fighting. Yes. They just change the color a little. It's like, bit. oh, you chose. Ken twice in Street Fighter. Oh, yeah. instead of red, he's wearing a green one now. <laughs> like, yep. it's literally the same character. So I'm going to give it to them just for, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's it's unique. Yeah. It's it's not unique, but it is. I love the Bell Pipper. Look. Yeah. Who do you got? I am giving it to the D1 droids. Oh, all right. The D1s. Especially the rainbow wings. Yeah, they get one quick shot of one that's flying up when his wings are active, and it's got, like, some really cool rainbow hood going on like, there. From a design standpoint, I think they really, like, went all out on these guys, especially if they're only in these, like, three episodes. Yeah, and when they're walking around fighting and they're, like, searching the area, it seems like they're almost velociraptor-like. Yeah, like, they are menacing. Yeah, they are. They're, they scare me more than a standard. Absolutely. Like, they don't even have the eyes, you know? Yeah. It would be a much closer yeah. call on the war if these guys were there from the beginning instead of the B1s. Yeah. I would like to see what they could do overall. Oh, yeah. I only see them in the one fight. But they're, probably, they're probably not showing us all they got. Yeah. Oh, it'd be interesting stuff. Okay, then. All right, thank you, Yoda. Thank you, Chewbacca. Chewbacca. All right, what do we got for a tagline in this one? All right, for on the wings of Caradax, we have survival is one step on the path to living. And I think at, even at the end of the last episode, you were ready for the Mandalore arc because you yeah. were tired of this shit. And yeah, you, I didn't like that tag. You line. had said, I think sometimes these lines are, uh, sometimes these lines take themselves too seriously. Uh, and then he said, I think they're going to have to survive to live. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. And then he said, maybe Gamgark shows up. No Gamgark. And then after that, he said, uh, they're going to have to get Echo a new spleen, maybe. Oh, maybe gotta get that spleen. spleen. Oh, and that's when you're like, uh, well, maybe he's gonna have, have a pancreas. Yeah, and then you mentioned holes. Yeah, you got all those holes there. You gotta shoot the insulin into those holes. Going. Yeah, uh, and then you mentioned, uh, you think that Echo is gonna have some withdrawals from being away from the chamber, uh, and he's gonna need some serious medical care. Yeah, apparently not. You know what they should do? Because he was flying a pterodactyl pretty quickly after yeah. getting out of there. He's moving pretty good for yeah. it. I'm shocked he can walk. He's limber. He's feeling better coming out of that thing than he was going in. Yeah, he's got all those. But he's got all these holes on yeah. him. Yeah. You know what they should do? They should hook up some venom and pump him up. Yeah. Like Bane. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was born in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> you merely adopted it. Okay. Uh, what do we got for tagging the next one? Next episode, we have... Trust placed in another is trust earned. Trust placed in another is trust earned. I think the regs 
Rex and Echo are going to really bond with uh, the Bad Batch. So this whole like Reg's Bad Batch kind of um, feud, feud, which seemed to kind of die a little bit in this one. You don't really see any kind of, you know, they seem to work well as a team together. And we had that really, it's not even really like, uh, you know, a focal point on the screen. But Crosshair does put his hand on Echo's shoulder. Yeah. So you see some camaraderie for me there, and I think we're going to get the payoff on that. Okay. That's my prediction. It is interesting that the Bad Batch is like, all right, at the end of this, regs aren't so bad after all. And then immediately after this, every single reg turns fucking evil. Yeah. (laughs) And if you watch the first first episode of Bad Batch, after Order 66, regs are dicks. (laughs) Man, they suck. Yeah. They really suck. Okay, what's the next episode? Next episode is... Oh, by the way, that is your last prediction. Really? Siege of Mandalore does not have an opening moral. Well, let's. we'll have to come up with something for the next record where I just predict Siege of Mandalore We'll figure stuff. something out. Yeah. I um, mean, th- does Rebels have tagline? We're going to have to figure out a lot of stuff. We'll figure something out. Man, the show's getting a facelift. Next episode is Season 7, Episode 4, Unfinished Business. Unfinished Business. Okay, that sounds cool. Yeah. This is all very exciting. I'm excited for this show. I think this is going to be the best episode in this arc. Can't wait. And I think we're going to stay on track, and the episode's going to be 90 minutes long. It's going to be nice and concise. <laughs> we're really going to pull it together here. We're going to have a great time on the next record. All righty. Okay, Adam, where can listeners reach us? Please send us an email. We are at clonecastpod at gmail.com. We are looking for recommendations. If you can think of anything that would fit into a best of... Or oh yeah, that that's you right. enjoyed. Write in, let us know. Also, uh, at Clonecast Pod on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Yeah, about that. Uh, reach out if you want to join the Discord. You can let me know what color to paint my office. That'd be cool. If you can leave us a review anywhere, that would be great. Oh, we got our first fucking one star review on. Uh, oh, I saw that. Yeah. That's too bad. So we will see you next Trolls. time. See you next time for Unfinished Business. Until then, may the Ray LaMontagne be with you. Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) You are the best thing. (laughs) 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 (laughs)